This is the 2014 Cotton's BWFL Final Series. Here on VWFL.com, there's the Sorrento Stars for the first term of the major semi-final. To get us underway, it's Dan Hill. So Corrigan and O'Connor. O'Connor just over the top, slapped it out wide. Ball bounces on the cricket pitch and coming through was Audley. Kicked a little barreling ball up towards half forward. Tracking back was Mel Hickey. Just smashed it towards the boundary line. She had Del Poss for support over there. But now again, coming through Chochi. Well done for Diamond Creek. Up towards full forward. But Darab and Mark on the last line. And they'll have a chance to clear. That's Chiera who takes it and goes towards the back pocket. On the outer side, little chip-chip game over the head there. Vasto O'Connor was dangerous, too much juice on the kick. Coming out to meet it, the little hurried hand pass by O'Day to try and pick up O'Connor. Good pressure by Corrigan. Corrigan's played a lot of footy. She played two games on Saturday, played a game on Monday and a game yesterday for Ireland in the International Cup, and she has to back up again today. So uh, Corrigan over the back. Ball went out the back door, trying to uh, fight in hard for it there. Was... Uh, Hickey tried to squeeze it out. Hurried kick towards the wing position. Nicole Paul comes out, takes yep. the mark. Front on contract. Front on contact. Yep, and Paul decides to get going. She's quickly goes oh. to deliver it, but it'll be cut off. Darabin ball again. Hickey at true centre half back. Gretsch was leading onto that ball, but Hickey just chipped in to chop it off. As Callanan on the back side of the square kicks over the top in search of Paxman. Interesting effort there from Paxman. She just knocked it to her own advantage, but only as far as Hicks. Hicks on the left up towards Cross at half forward, and Stacey Cross takes it over the boundary line out of play. 40 around from the Diamond Creek attacking goal. The Creek is attacking towards the northern end of Coburg City Oval. We've played two minutes, first term, VWFL second semi final. Ball knocked to the front of the pack. Clearance here for Darabin. Outside there, defensive 50. Going up, taking the mark. Del Poss at halfback. Great grab. And she has it for the Falcons. And Del Poss just looking around for some options. Decides to... Oh, hug dangerously close towards the boundary line. Paxman gets knocked out of her hands over the boundary line and out of bounds. We'll have a throwing good little punch in there by uh, Christina Bernardi. So the umpire will smartly come back in about 10 metres and then throw the ball back into play. Falls just short of the ruck women on this occasion. Going through the Astro O'Connor, get a hurry kick, bounced off a few bodies. Coming through, good punch forward by Charlotte Dillon. Put it into Audley, who was taken nearly high well. there by Simpson. Got it out quickly towards Lisa Williams. Williams kicked around the corner in towards the forward line. Ball bobbling around, coming out to meet it was Tina Ernst. Trying to keep it alive there for the uh, Creekers. But the umpire says, you're holding the ball. And it'll be a free kick going the way of the Falcons. Del Poss out wide, out of wing, just bounced in front of her and gee, it's shot away from her. And it goes over the line out of play, centre wing. So the matchup I thought might have been on actually isn't because Kirby Hicks has gone to Brennan early. Williams playing a little bit higher up the ground as the ball's tossed back into play. Still both sides yet to score. The Creekers and the Falcons kicking in danger. Free kick to the Falcons out of side from the stoppage. Paxman wants 25, won't get it. She's smart, Paxman, but not smart enough on that occasion. She comes into the centre of the ground in search of O'Connor. Bernardi knocked it away. Now the clearance from O'Connor. Just smacked it on the boot up towards half forward. Brennan in the front position. Gathered it on the bounce. Got onto the left foot up towards full forward. Audley tracks it back for the Creekers. Working in defence. Lang came in. Might have been a high tackle by the Falcons. Umpire happy to wave play on. 
Audley sits on top of it and will have a bounce 45 metres out from Darabin's attacking goal who they are going towards the city end in the opening term. Ball up in the air again and uh, managed to try and slap it forward close towards the boundary line. Simpson is in there, lays on a brilliant tackle and trying to run onto it now is Kirby Hicks. She's got to go well. a little hand pass to Hetherington. Hetherington is caught straight away by Happy Hammond. Got spilled out of her hands there. The umpire's throwing away the whistle at this early stage. Bodies going crash left, right and centre. Del Posquint charging through momentarily. Going back in there again. Corrigan gave with a little hand pass. It was a bit much of a hot potato for uh, Haynes that was coming through. Went with a clearing kick. Chochi leading out towards the boundary line. O'Day tries to keep it in, but eventually it will go out between centre wing and the half-forward flank for, Do for Darabin, and they're attacking the Harding Street City end of the ground. So ball to be tossed back in in front of the CFMEU signs on the outer side of the ground. Umpire tosses it in. Astro Connor knocked it down. Paxman out the back. Chance to build here for the Falcons. Although just pushed off her kick on that occasion was Natalie Wood for the Falcons. Ball at half forward. Kicked inside the attacking zone, but only as far as Audley, who charged in as she always does. Little kick off the right came from Steph Simpson. Got it inside the attacking zone. Now Vescio runs in. Oh, 25 out directly in front. Darcy Vescio. She just rushed the kick. Had a little bit, had a little bit more time than perhaps she realised. First score of the game to the Falcons. Yeah, they are one behind at one point. They lead the Creekers yet to score. And Peter Holden, may I say that this ball is going to go straight up the middle. That's what your prediction is. The cluster is there. They were breaking right, and the kick is a bit flattened to the right. Oh, is it intercepted? The umpire's going to pay the mark. And uh, that means lining up for goal on an angle, I wouldn't quite say a 45-degree angle, but about 45 metres out. O'Day goes short towards the pocket. And O'Day now receives... I might have lied to you there, Pete. Yeah, I think you did. I think it was Lawson Tavern that went to O'Day, and O'Day has the ball, and she'll be lining up for goal from uh, a tough angle. I reckon it was Jess Delpos. They've got the same ponytail. Indeed, and she comes charging in. She was our player of the day in the Darabin yeah, Melbourne Uni game the other day, and she gets the goal. O'Day has her first, and Darabin move along to 1-1-7, while the Creekers are yet to score here on VWFLradio.com in the major semi-final. Well, the restart, the plan was on. Get it up the middle. Kick was shanked, and you get the easy goal coming back the other way. Good start from the Falcons. That's what they would have wanted. Get the first goal on the board, get two and three, and, and just really put the Creekers on the back foot. Ball back in the centre of the ground. Tossed up high. O'Connor, great little tap down. Brennan playing in the midfield. Gets the kick forward. Only as far down there as Corrigan, who came back in to work it out. Pierce slapped it wide for the Falcons, trying to clear the play. Tracy Ashby came in for Darabin, then gave the high tackle. And it'll be a free kick to the Creekers in the centre of the ground. And there's the hurry boot by Kirsty Lamb, who now puts it out towards the half-board flank position. Came off hands. It just bobbled about. Couldn't lay on the tackle there as Byer. So that means it was Backman who went with a long kick towards uh, the position between centre wing and centre half-forward. Here's a flat low kick towards the forward line. Privatelli came charging out towards it. Had to go back and get it again. Haynes on hands and knees. Tries to get out a little hurried hand pass for Sio. Tried to lay a tackle. Here's kick a go. by Byer along the ground. Trying to put her head over it and trying to extract it. Hetherington, she's over the top. Paxman, Paxman got it out to Audley. Audley put on the right boot. Nobody home in the middle of the ground and taking an easy mark there is Lawson Tavern. So Lawson Tavern with the footy switches the play. Oh, dangerous kick. Daisy Pierce outnumbered six on one in the end as the Creekers converge on her. Coming in to help out was Simul Janik. Although the Creekers with their numbers win out, 
Hacked forward by Bayer. Little handball at the back to Bernardi. On the left peg. Beautiful ball up to Gretsch. Didn't have the wheels to quite get there in the end. Chiera goes back now for the Falcons and does what every good backwoman does. Takes it straight to the boundary line and says, what was that umpire? Oh, sorry, I didn't see the line. We'll have a throw in. <laughs> nice little cheeky plays. The boundary umpire finally catches up now. We'll throw it back in. Deep in the forward line. Around 35 metres out from goal. Back in. Ernst trying to make the most of it. O'Connor won it. Picked up there by Nicole Paul. Got on the left, swung around towards the dangerous oh, oh, Went through a few hands there. Pressure football's on oh. the square. And they're just going to clear it off the last line. Odegius got oh. back there, swung around. Oh, it's high. Oh. Corrigan came charging out towards the meter, but Hickey took the mark. That hung up there forever, Pete. Oh, geez, A few nerve-wracking moments. But Diamond Creek, while well, they're making the inside 50s, but they're just not getting the score on the board. A sloppy little kick there in the direction of O'Day. who had to put it on the boot quickly to get it to Sarah Hammond. She's still on the centre wing on the outer side of the ground. Hammond goes on the right towards the half-forward flank position. Goes towards the one-on-one. Audley out the back there. Try to pick it up. Couldn't do so. Delpos is there as well. Can't extract it close towards the boundary line and out of bounds. Being the 14 today might be Lawson Tavern, who was originally given the number 10. So... For all of those in the ground who are checking their records. Good, yep. Change your numbers. One or two just to throw us off guard. Doesn't help anybody out. Lucky you don't pay top dollar for the record here. As the ball is back in and all locked up on the bottom of the deck. And we're going to see another ball up. Only $5 to get in down here at Coburg City Oval. Some fantastic finals action still to come this afternoon. So if you're in the local area, get down. Beautiful sunny day down here at Coburg City Oval. And it's been a terrific game so far. As the ball's knocked over the line and out of play, it is the Darabin Falcons 1-1-7 leading Diamond Creek yet to score. Although the game really still even, you'd have to say, because the Creekers have done their fair share of attacking as they go forward here right on cue. The ball goes up towards the wing and just over, but it might have gone out of bounds on the full or did it pitch inside? It pitched inside. Only just, must have been right on the line. So just the attacking side of centre now for the Creekers. Ball to be tossed back in. Corrigan at the back. Won the tap for the first time this afternoon. Then a secondary tap. Got it forward. Audley on the left. Smashed it towards Gretsch. One on one. But just not, not, very, not very deep pockets here at Coburg City Oval. Not sure. As Cross comes in. Stabs at it. How does it look? It is Massive. through the middle. Cross gets her first. Right side for a left footer. So uh, it certainly suited her, and it was a good kick in the end, and, and it, you could see it did hold up in the breeze, and the breeze might have just given her a little bit of a hand. I think she aimed left goalposts, and it just bent it through nicely. And here on BWFLradio.com, that means it's the Creekers' one straight six, so trial by just the point, Darabin, one one seven. The flow of play so far, Peter Holden, it's, it's been very even. You'd say the clearances are probably 3-3, three, three, the inside 50s are probably four apiece. Those, those stats are, are very, very even. Katie Brennan's moved herself to centre-half forward now, and also Daisy Pierce has gone down there. The Falcons rotating the, their players through the midfield. Paxman will do the sweeping on this occasion for the Falcons. Audley also in there for the Creekers. Ball tossed up. The two rucks go again. They go at each other once the gain, and winning it out was O'Connor up towards half-forward. Coming out to take the mark was Vasio. She's 55 from home on the lead and then pushed away from Privatelli who almost had the mark but numbers now with the Creekers. Hedrington at half back. Bernardi in fact under the pump. 
Needs to force it wide towards Paul, and she attempts to, and Paul then goes back into the pack, sits on top of it. The umpire says, I'll have it. Tosses it up very quickly. No mucking around. Daisy Pierce forced to do the ruck work. Also there with Chochu, who palmed it out intelligently towards Paul, who clears away for the Creekers. Coming out was Ernst. Couldn't take the mark. Numbers now are with Darabin. Little inside handball as far as Ashby. Although she kicked it straight to Wardley, and then Wardley said, well, I'm just going to torp it straight over everyone's head. Barden had it, lost it. Went back with a flight with courage. Couldn't take the mark. Little handball inboard is a good one to champion. She smashes it up towards half forward but no one home for the Creekers tracking back is Hogan she gets on the right and beautiful kick to O'Connor right next to the, the interchange gates and O'Connor decides to come back in board got to be good with her kick indeed she is and just moving along there is Cullinan in towards the middle of the ground good mark taken again Hickey now just on the end of it she's been good so far Hickey gets on the right going up in the running oh, direction Audley. cut she's off mad. by Audley she's insane but Vesio now takes it goes out there taking a mark is Stephanie Simpson Simpson 45 metres out from home, open goal square, goes towards the pass, looking for Jane Lang no free for the ball, jeez they haven't earned their keep, tell you what and clearing it off there is Saxton, out towards the halfback flank on the outer side, Simpson wants to run onto it, she does Simpson coming oh! back in board, Hickey nearly got cut off, she had another player coming out of the other way it's fierce footy at the moment, and I think Darren is shell-shocked slightly, ball's now got out to O'Day, who now goes in the Vasio direction, coming out to meet it in front Evil just brought the ball to ground, umpire says over the shoulder, and that was to Lamb, who gave it across to Chachi. Chachi takes the advantage. Poor kick, though. Cutting it off was Chiera. Gretsch was on the lead, but Chiera, she just does the job. Week in, week out. Short to Pierce. Center rings. Chachi standing the mark. Pierce, 80 from home. Spins the ball in her hands. Takes plenty of time. Now she's called to go and almost run down from behind. Little short kick finds Ashby. Only gained 10 metres. Ashby doing the same. Massaging the footy in the hands. Taking forever. Kicks it up towards centre half forward. Poor kick in the end. It was slapped away. Good work from Hicks. The Creek is defending grimly. Ball at the base of a pack. Plenty of players in there. And we'll have a bounce 40 metres out from the attacking goal. The Falcons lead it by a point. They're in attack as the ball's tossed back up again. And once again we go at it. Byer tried to get a hurry kick. Didn't quite get through traffic. Ball got on the end of it. Moved it only far as Callanan. Callanan had it momentarily knocked out of her hands. Adard there as well but it's picked off beautifully by Paxman who gave away the hand pass. Now they're kicking towards the forward line. Trying to get front spot there is Corrigan. Slapped the ball to ground. Tackle laid on there oh, by Caitlin Smith. Wrapped it all up going nowhere. The umpire comes in and calls a bounce. It's a fierce contest so far. If you've just joined us, we're halfway through this first term. 1-1-7 Darabin, Diamond Creek, 1 straight 6. Daisy Pierce, she's got the, the Gary Ablett hip wiggle and she can get out of those tackles but she wasn't getting out of that one as Chochi bursts her way through for the Creekers. Slap forward in turn by Charlotte Dillon. Now a chance for Darabin to try and work it out wide. O'Day on the right peg towards Vasio at half forward. Front of the pack, Pierce roved it expertly, but kick up towards full forward is a poor one. And playing in front is Tanya Hetherington. Hetherington goes by Boot, coming up the line a little bit too hot there for Audley, who runs onto it, but had all the time in the world because no one attacked her. Gave away the hand pass to Bayer, who the champion, pardon me, it was, who kicked it over the head there of Cross, and an easy mark there for the uh, Hogan of Darabin. Now puts it out into a foot race. Maybe Ashby can run onto it. She can't. She's being harassed out there by Caitlin Smith, who has to go back and get it again. Still 
Solidarity football. Adaya's run down. Jeez, it's fierce out there. Blumenek as Punksman goes in there as well. She gets all wrapped up. Ball bobbles off. Darabin still trying to find a way forward through Delpos. Delpos gets a little nudge off the ball. And this time the upright phase in the back. <laughs> Had to slow it down. And the whistle had been put away in this term and one of the very rare free kicks is paid to the Falcons. They go up towards half forward. Poor kick cut off by Audley. She's playing in front of Brennan. Takes a brave woman to do that and probably one of the bravest in the competition, Shay Audley. She goes short to Chochi and I think finally they're working this out, the Creekers. You can you can just chip the ball. Co oh! comes across and cuts it off spectacularly. Great mark. They had the numbers but she just took a little too long on that occasion. Did Chochi and Vasio. She was outnumbered one on two, but ball just hung up in the air a little too long, and she marks 45 out. And she was giving away height to Hetherington as well. Plenty of height. Comes in, kicks from 42 in the end. Closed very close to the player on the mark. And the ball's gone over the line and out on the full. So Chochi will get another chance. It's the Falcons by a point. She'll just reiterate there, Pete, that she... Did mark that 45 out, and the umpire pulled the player on the mark back at least three or four metres, and it was almost, I think she wasn't going to have a shot. She realised, oh, I'm a little bit closer here, and had a go and kicked it out in the full. Chochi goes long towards the contest. Vasio got knocked out of her hands, and now will be seen over the boundary line and out of bounds, this time by Nicole Cullinan for the Darabin Falcons. They're in this up to their eyeballs here, the Creekers, Pete. They are absolutely in this up to their eyeballs. They are playing some terrific, intense footy early. Ernst got the tap down, but it was shocked away by Ashby. His kick was absolutely ordinary, and it was roped off beautifully by Haynes, who got it across quickly to Hetherington, who charged off the back line, now kicking towards the middle of the ground with his open space. Hickey had it momentarily, got knocked out of her hands. Ross tried to go in there and extract it. Cross then lays on a tackle on Pierce, who had to get rid of the hand pass. Coming through oh, the bravo. middle of the ground, Ch uh, was that Art who gave away the little hand pass. Now got it across the cross, who now put it out in the direction there of Bernardi to run onto in the half forward. She's got place. Pace. Foot race on there with Lawson Tavern coming after her. Bernardi up against the boundary line. Decides to go for the kick. It's oh, dribbling, no. it's dribbling. Oh, and oh no. it's through for a point. <laughs> oh, geez. Excitement football. And guess what, folks? She's all level here in the first term. 1-1-7 apiece between Darabin and Diamond Creek. Game on at Coburg City Oval. V VWFL finals. Poor kick out straight to Gretsch. She should kick this and does. Oh, well... That is what, she did said taking a divot on the kick out. That was like one of my drives. But she's hit three metres behind that. Oh. Kicked it straight to Gretsch 15 metres away. And Gretsch couldn't believe her luck and kicked it straight back over her head for a goal. I, I honestly can't remember the last time a team was in front of Darabin. Well, there you go. Unless uh, they kick the first point. Well, yeah, exactly. And what we have here is Diamond Creek up by a goal in the first term and a few eyebrows raised. It is 2-1-13 for the Creekers. The Falcons are 1-1-7. Remind you, the Falcons went through the season undefeated as Egan is in the ruck and all they tried to come away with it. Put her head over the ball. The serial pass went back and got it again. Put it on the right. Dangerous kick out towards the wing position. Got players out there. Hurry kicking towards the half forward line. Cross has to come out and meet it. She does. Cross thought about giving up the hand pass. Does now in the pocket. Nearly intercepted. Del Pross out there. Hammond goes in there to lock it up. And uh, the umpire will blow the whistle and says, we'll haul for a ball up. 25 metres out from the Diamond Creek goal. They're attacking and they're up by a goal in the first term. Ball toss back up. Cross will do the ruck work. Slap towards the line. Paxman under the pump. Chochi goes in after it. Paxman again regathers. Did handball it and keep it in play. And now the Creekers with a few numbers around the ball. Umpire circling. 
and says, I'll have it, we'll have a bounce. 35 out from the Creekers attacking goal, who amazingly early lead the champs, the Falcons. They lead them by six points to the Creekers as it's tossed back up again. Throw a blanket over 25 to 30 players as Cross is all wrapped up. She's forced to go again. Quick ball ups. KB would be happy with this again, moving fast. It's at the base of a pack again. The scrum forms, although it squirts out. Indiscriminate handball from the Creekers then goes back into the mire. And they've gained about five metres, the Falcons. A bounce 40 out from the attacking goal for the Creekers. And Egan win again in that contest. Slaps to the ground. Adard goes in there. So does Florence for Darabin. Can't extract it. The umpire will throw it up again. 48 metres out from the Creekers goal. Says let's get play going quickly. Egan won the tap down. Went over the head of Cross. Ball is on the ground. A few players hatching it. Try to get a hand pass out. Pierce is first to it. Got away from Cross. Pierce turns around. Gets on the right. Goes up the wing. Over the head of Nicole Paul. Ball going out the back door. Plenty of Creekers there. But the boundary line's going to beat them all out of bounds. Throw it in, set a wing. If you've just joined us, we're in the latter stages of the opening term. Darabin, 117, trailing Diamond Creek, 2113, here on VWFLradio.com. Ball toss back in. Egan the ruck work against Ernst. Ernst the shove in the back. Umpire wave play on. And then decided we'll give the shove in the back. And it'll be a free kick to Egan. So Egan will have it out of side. Defensive side of wing. Goes short to Del Poss, who marks unopposed. She's now on the attacking side of the wing, so they gain the zone. Goes on the left, up towards Brennan. Takes it in the hands. Good grab. Her first win against Kirby Hicks, who's played well early. Brennan wheels around on the right peg to centre half forward in search of a CO. Williams, too big for her. Slapped it to the front. Chance for Audley. Got one high. Umpire said, yep, saw that one. And free kick to Audley at right half back. I think I should just umpire from here, Pete, because I can see them all from even this far away. You're doing well as Paul now takes the ball. Nicole Paul in front of Aliso Day on the half back flank. Been good, Paul. On the eastern side of the ground. Just got to get involved, those lesser lights for the Creekers, and that's going to be the difference for them today. Left foot over the head of Natalie Byer, who couldn't hang on to it. Ball hit the ground once again. Florence is wrapped up. And the umpire will call for another ball up. I'd almost make the statement, Pete, that the Creekers' middle 10, but below that star six, is actually probably better than Dar Darabin's middle 10. It's a big call as trying to force her way out of that is Callanan. She's all wrapped up. We'll call for another ball up. Mind you, the top six for Darabin are pretty bloody good. Here's <laughs> Egan go again. And Chachi got spun around and around and around enough to make give motion sickness. And the umpire said she had no opportunity and we'll call for another ball up. Keeping it in close here are the Creekers. I think it's being played on their terms at the moment, Pete. I think the Falcons would like to release. They'd like to play some free footy, but... The Creekers lock it up as Pierce goes in and gets a hard footy. Peter Holden said she doesn't go and do that. Well, there's one for you, Pete. Mark that down. That's her third hard ball get for the day. Little snap around the corner goes out of play between wing and half forward for the Falcons. They're in attack. They trail by six points. Throw it back in once again. Egan versus Ernst. Came off hands. The ball just put on the left foot. Darryl. 
goes along over the head of Cross though, he couldn't control it, Hickey went charging in, couldn't quite get it, Ashby got a hurried little hand pass out to Hogan, oh. Hogan had to go by hand before oh. she got claim play, got knocked out behind play, well not knocked out but bowled over nonetheless, Mason does the chip Hogan, going in there is Ernst, Ernst gave the little hand pass backwards, Run. trying to team up there with another player in Herbal, but she was escorted over the boundary line and out of bounds and we'll have a throw in on the centre wing on the eastern side, furthest from the commentators. Oh, I was going to say, called that well because the arm came up with the behind the play incident but play on to the umpire ball hacked out of the pack now a one-on-one Gretsch and also Chiera inside the attacking zone for the Creekers Gretsch had it handballed towards Cross she's a left footer she handballed it in fact it was Corrigan Cross would have had a shot Corrigan got the handball back to Audley Audley on the right peg goes wide in search of Cross stuck the left mid up couldn't take the mark the numbers were with the Falcons but the boundary line will beat them all and we'll have a throw in as O'Day tosses it back to the umpire at right half forward. The Creekers are in attack. It's where the 50 meets the boundary line. And Ernst against O'Connor had front position. Adar try and pick it up. Cross try to bust her way through. The siren sounds at quarter time here on VWFLradio.com. Well, if you thought that Durban were going to have a paved yellow brick road to the grand final, surprise, surprise, Elman Creek have thrown down the glove and say, it ain't going to be that easy, because at quarter time, the Creekers take a one-goal lead, 2-1-13 to Durban, 1-1-7. Well, what a quarter it was in the end for the Creekers, and, and they played that in-tight game. I think it suits their style. It, su- it suits the Shea Audleys. It suits the Chochis, who are good in close. Laura Adard was also fantastic. Uh, Kirby Hicks, who didn't play in the game that we commentated, Pete, I believe. Um, she's done an absolute number so far on Katie Brennan. And, and also, uh, apart from uh, apart from Vasio getting the only goal of the game, I believe. Uh, for, for the Falcons? Uh, no, it was uh, O'Day. Well, Vasio has looked good inside the attacking zone. Probably the most dangerous player for the Falcons. Later in that quarter, Lisa Williams doing a fantastic job, punching from behind, doing all the simple things. We mentioned throughout the call that perhaps there should have been a few free kicks to a few of the, the Falcons' forwards. Umpire's letting it go. It's finals footy. Lots of uh, chest on back from, uh, from a lot of defenders uh, from the Creekers. And they've controlled this game. They've uh, The only time they turned it over inside their back half was when Chochi switched it. And if Chochi has it in the back half of my team, I'm pretty happy with that. She's going to make one out of one out of 20 mistakes. There's her one for the game. Um, and they didn't make them pay in the end, did the Falcons. So well and truly on the Creekers' terms here, and this could be a turn-up for the books of absolute... Or this could be a win for the ages if the Creekers can knock them off here. So at quarter time, it is Diamond Creek 2-1-13, leading Darabin 1-1-7. Goal kickers for Diamond Creek, singles to Gretchen Cross and O'Day kicking the only goal for the Falcons. We'll be back with a second term right after this. This is the 2014 Cottons VWFL Final Series. And welcome back to Piranha Park, Coburg City Oval in Coburg here for the major semi-final between Diamond Creek and Darabin. Darabin, of course, uh, were the side who finished at the top of the table, undefeated Diamond Creek with only the two losses, both against Darabin. And uh, surprise, surprise, the Creekers lead by one goal, 2-1-13 to Darabin's 1-1-7 at uh, quarter time. Dan Hill joining me in uh, commentary for this major semi-final. And, of course, the loser of these two sides, uh, Dan, have a date with Melbourne Uni on 
on Saturday. Absolutely, and, and Pete, I think we mentioned pre-game at quarter time was going to tell a story with uh, very little footy being played by the Creekers in the last month, and it looks to have done them the world of good. Uh, Laura Corrigan, she's played plenty of footy in the last week, week and a half. For those of you just joining us, she's played three games in the last seven days. Uh, even more and she played I think three games the previous week for that because she played about five games for Ireland in yes. the last two weeks in the, uh, the International Cup so and of course Ireland very successful in the International Cup so played a few finals as well um, so a nice little introduction into uh, into the VWFL finals for, for Laura Corrigan but gee she's been good I mean um, her job on Astro O'Connor so far they actually moved Astro O'Connor to centre half forward to try and get something happening um, and and really there was just nothing going on for the Falcons they they were they were winning the ruck duel not the clearances by hand one two handballs and a quick kick rushed kicks a lot of rushed kicks for the Falcons in the first quarter so they're in a world that they haven't really seen this year and it'll be intriguing to see how they can or if they can get themselves out of it well we wait for the spectators to come off Coburg City Oval and then we'll be underway Pete. again. Yeah, an excellent crowd. And I love the new seating they've got along the terrace as well. As the umpire sounds the ball in before the spectators are off the ground, we're underway for the second term to get us underway again. It's Dan Hill. So Astro O'Connor, she had the uh, running start there with Corrigan just caught on her haunches and she won the tap, but then Corrigan won the footy and now Pierce steals it and then Corrigan smacks her in the back of the head. The umpire says, well... That was an obvious one. Daisy, you can have the kick. She wheels onto the left, kicks up towards half forward. Beautiful defence, slapped away by Hicks. Although Brennan goes and gathers her own ball. Now Lang with the gloves. Got it back to Brennan who runs around the old one-two. Goes on the right peg towards O'Connor from oh. the side. Audley in front, knee in the side. Didn't bother her, kept going. She loves that sort of stuff. Front of the pack, chance for the Falcons to get their second goal of the game. Shot on goal came from O'Day over there down DeMauro. in the fourth pocket. There's uh, Damaro, number 49. Damaro gets the behind, and it's 1-2-8, playing 2-1-13, that right forward pocket. It is a world away at Coburg City Oval. <laughs> Indeed it is from our commentary position, where we are closest to the bucket of chips, thank goodness for that. Smells good too. Yep, as the kick in from full back is long towards the pack, and a good mark taken. They haven't kicked one down the middle, Pete. And uh, they go towards the centre wing position. Oh, they're on here. And they've got plenty of numbers. Gretsch was one of them calling for it. Got spun around the last second. Caitlin Smith, when she got her kicking towards the forward line. Hurried little hand pass out, trying to find Tanya Ernst. Ernst lost it momentarily. Egan has to go oh. back in there again. Bodies flying left, right and centre. Hurried little kick by the Falcons towards the middle of the ground. Picked up by Pierce. Pierce got a little hurried hand pass away to O'Connor. who gave off one to Hammond. Hammond now going up towards the half forward oh, flank. Well Corrigan comes across. Cuts that off. Has to go back in again. Harass her Falcons opponent. And see it go over the boundary line and out of bounds. Now there it was, Pete. You called two names there. Pierce and O'Connor who got the ball after Diamond Creek stormed forward. They got the ball on the attacking side because they didn't run back. Mm. That's a telling sign. Ball to be tossed back in. Corrigan at the front. Ball pitches in front of both her and O'Connor. O'Connor slaps it forward. Brennan in after it. Pierce on hands and knees. O'Connor in fact handballed it forward. Now Pierce had it lost at inside her attacking 50. Umpire wave play on Pierce at the back to O'Connor. Just jammed it on the boot towards Lang, who's in the hot spot. Knocked it away was Hetherington. Now the clearance out wide. The Creekers looking to move into attack. Bernardi on the wing, slapped it forward. Ernst runs onto it, left it behind, but a chance for Bernardi. Bit of a fumble fake in the end. She gets the handball away. Inboard now is, I think it might have been Byer out there. Now Ernst 
had it, lost it, dropped it over the boundary line. But again, you can see the continuity in the Creekers' play. They have well and truly got the momentum in this game. They only lead by five points, throwing it half forward. They're in attack. Creekers switched on here at Coburg City Oval. Looks like it'll be Ernst versus O'Connor in this contest. Ball is thrown back in, half forward flank there. Ball fell short of both rack women just being slapped forward to try and gain some space. We'll cross cross the comes tackle. in the oh, no. tackle. Bang. Ball was stripped out. <laughs> oh, and then runs into another board of trouble, including O'Connor. The umpire's here too high this time. Rack women trying to tackle Pete. It's not easy. Yep, as By gets the resulting free kick. She finds herself on the half forward flank position. She's around about 60, 65 metres is out from home, so she's looking for someone to present, Ernst might be the most likely option, O'Connor she's got to watch out for, the kick is intercepted by Hogan though, will try to find cross, poor kick, and Hogan will have a chance to clear off half back for the Falcons they're down by 5 points. Hope she doesn't take another divot, she did earlier in the game, Hogan out wide towards Brennan through her hands, ball bounced back to her, and she lost it, Audley shrugged the tackle, wheeled around on the right, inside 50 oh interesting footy, out the back a chance here for Bayer, and she's tackled holding the footy. In fact, it was Bernardi at the back, and Astro O'Connor will clear away for the Falcons. Hot footy as it moves out towards the wing position. Delpos now takes the mark, and Delpos on centre wing decides to get on the left, drives further up the line, heading in the Pierce direct in the uh, Vasia direction, went over her head. Foot race on out the back. Jane Lang's going to be first to pick it up. Picked it up one-handed, ran at 25 metres out from goal. Lang has a shot oh. and has hit the woodwork. Minus score, one three nine. Here's Darabin, Diamond Creek, 2-1-13 here on VWFLradio.com. And I'll clear quickly out of defence. Well, they wanted to go quickly and then realised, well, there's no targets. Coming out with Saxton for the Creekers. She's outnumbered one on four. She had a crack. But Paxman, she clears away for the Falcons. And a good kick it was too. Up towards centre-half forward where Sarah Hammond marks. Kicks from 55 to a one on two. Poor kick. The front position and a chance for Charlotte Dillon, although the bounce evaded her momentarily. She managed to regather. Ball goes out wide, but only as far as Astor O'Connor, who marks 70 from home. Squares it up to Pierce. Pierce, edge of the square. Point of the square, in fact. Looking to go towards half forward and does. And finds Brennan, who wasn't paid the mark for CO at the back. She throws it out. Umpire waving play on. Put the whistle away. There's a couple of push in the back as well. Now CO dumps someone. Couple of slings. Umpire not interested. Ball 20 out from Darabin's goal and cleared away. The Creekers a chance with numbers and flow. Plenty of running. Clearing kick towards Cross. Out wide and she takes the mark. And that is Stacey Cross who's got the footy. Cross gets on the right boot. Goes up towards center wing. Ernst versus Hickey in the contest. Brought to ground by Emma Champion. Ball now picked up by Paxman. Hand pass back to Chiera. Chiera on the right coming back in board. Again it's in the center with Daisy Pierce. Pierce gets on the right. Got to be good. She is towards true center half forward. Coming out to take the mark there is Jane Lang. Lang is hesitant. She wanted to go, then she paused, then she looked right. Oh. What the Pierce is it barely 15? Oh, I'd say 14.99 meters, my book. But Pierce now has it. Decides to go in towards the forward line. Tries to acknowledge the lead. Brennan is out there. Privatelli as well as Delpos. Delpos turns around on the left. Decides to come back inboard. And a mark taken by Nicole Callan, I think it is. Be lining up for goal 40 metres out directly in front. Decides to go quickly though with a pass, looking for Paxman who had space and will now line up directly in front 40 metres out. Geez, Pete, they've had to work hard for this one, have the Falcons. They have kicked it sideways, backwards, angles, everything, and finally they find Paxman 35 out as almost as good as directly in front. 
A tough kick from here. She needs to go left goalpost. Paxman coming in directly in front. Puts boot to ball. It is a high, long kick. It's away to the right. It's a minor score. And that moves them on to 1-4-10, I think. Yep, as the scoreboard ticks across. 1-4-10, trying by three points. Diamond Creek at 2-1-13. Around the ground scores half-tied Division 2. Seaford trail North Geelong by four points. Ooh, absolute ripper over in Northcote as the restart comes from Hetherington. It's an absolute bomb. She's kicked at 55, but it's punched to the front of the pack. A chance for the Falcons to get their second, although the numbers will win out here for the Creekers. It's Dylan in the pocket. Snap on goal for the Falcons. Misses away to the right, just the one behind. So 1-5-11, the Falcons. Inaccuracy hurting them. They trail the Creekers 2-1-13 as Hetherington will have another crack at banging it very, very long. Here on VWFLradio.com, major semi-final, second term. Oh. oh, it's a flat, low kick. Oh, it nearly nutmegged Hammond on the way through. By tried to make the most of it. Hammond went back and got it again. Hair pass out to Del Pass out to O'Connor, who has a shot on goal. How does it look? She's got it. O'Connor has her first on the board. And Darabin take the lead here on VWFLradio.com. They're now out to two goals five. And that moves them on to, well, the scoreboard shows 71. I don't think so. 17 more like it, while the uh, side in Diamond Creek is 2-1-13. I do have to laugh at the scoreboard that's got the numbers around the wrong way. Yeah, they're sussing it out now, Pete. They've, they've cottoned on. And oh, you've got to say, two goal, four goals in this game and two have come from absolutely horrendous kickouts. I've never seen two worse kickouts in a, in a game of football. Ball back in the centre of the ground. The nerves perhaps getting to a few. As Audley again, another takeaway. She's an absolute star. Kicked it up towards half forward. Adard couldn't run onto it. Then gave a push in the back and the umpire was there for that one. And it'll be a free kick at half back to the Falcons. I look to work it around the outer side. Little short ball from Egan. Out very, very wide. It almost went out of bounds on the full. It was off hands. We'll have a throw in between wing and half forward for the Creekers who trail by four points. They're attacking the city end. VWFL Radio, second term. It's been an absolute ripper, 89.1 at the ground. If you're listening, here's Peter Holden. O'Connor went up uncontested, but the ball was almost at her knees when it was thrown in, so she just had to tap it on to Paxman, and Paxman quickly got it on to Hammond, who put the ball out of bounds on the full. So Corrigan gets the resulting free kick. She is 70 metres out from home, up against the boundary line. Half forward flank, right in front of CMFEU signs. Now has to go on the right and go long towards the cross direction. Hickey just chopped back there. Gee, she's a good player, Hickey. She just gets in all the right spots. Hickey looks around, hesitant. Had to get rid of it before she was claimed by uh, Barton. Umpire will pay the advantage. Here's the long kick out to Chiera. Half-back flank on the broadcast side. Bring it this side more often. We like it here. Not a lot to go to pass. here. Oh, jeez. The hand pass. Well, under pressure. Packs with it. Chiera has claimed. The umpire put the whistle away. Pays holding the ball about, well, 50 seconds oh, too late. Then there should it was be no moved. advantage. Yes, to Barton. I think the uh, umpire was... I, I don't know. I'll explain in just a moment's time. As Simpson had it to Chiera. Yeah, confused. Chiera now kicked it up towards the contest. A good spot well behind by Dylan. Ball close towards the boundary line. Line, picked up by Chochi. Chochi went by hand quickly. Got it across. Went towards Smith who got it back with a 1-2. Now back to Chochi. Chochi on the right. Helicopter kick. Bouncing, bouncing close to the boundary line. Hogan will see it over. But the funny thing is, the umpire had the whistle in the mouth. Thought about paying, dropping the ball. 
then it was 10 seconds after it happened, she blew the whistle for dropping the ball while the players were running away. And shouldn't have paid advantage because the kick was simultaneous with the whistle. At the back, Byer, a chance at goal. Little kick is a beautiful one to Saxton, who played on, not sure why, oh, smothered. No. Might have been touched off the boot, not sure. Maybe she thought it was touched off the boot, but the umpire certainly played the mark. And then coming in was, uh, it might have been cross in the end. And then Champion, she lost the footy. Clearance now for the Falcons. They work it outside defensive 50. Brennan on the wing. Gathered. Kicked on the right. Out very, very wide. Tracking back and taking the mark on the outer side is Damaro. She's got the football at right half forward. She kicks inside the attacking 50. Brennan followed up a good work from earlier. Couldn't take the mark. Both players with hands on the footy. I think it might have been O'Connor down there. In fact, it was Privatelli and also Hicks. Umpire said it was off hands. We'll throw it up 30 out from the Falcons goal. And that's what they'll try and do. All the first two are trying to get it across to Corrigan. In there is Brennan who had about four jump on her and the umpire says ball up. But the Saxton one earlier, I think the golden rule is if you take a mark and you're 30 metres out from goal, you go back and have a shot. There's no need to rush. I think she thought it was touched because the trajectory of the ball did drop on her quickly. As the kick towards uh, out, well the clear, I think it as far as O'Connor. She can almost kick it from there. Through centre half forward. She decides to switch towards the pocket. It's floating in the air for Co. Got punched away from her. Trying to pick it up. Nicole Paul had to spin around. Oh, she well did. Done. Classy got on the left. Put it out in the Adard direction. Adard versus Egan. And now a foot race out there with Tavon Lawson. Adard had it. Had to try and keep it in front of herself. I think it's the boundary line. Cop one in the back. And we'll get a free kick going the way of Diamond Creek. The umpire pointed the wrong way for a second. But we knew what she meant. And Adard will have a defensive side of centre wing. In breaking news, the umpires have been sacked and Pete Holden and myself are going to do the umpiring <laughs> from afar. Well picked up, Pete. Little short ball, Paxman. She intercepts, takes the mark on centre wing. She's on the outer side. Not a lot to go to. Very congested ahead. So she kicks it to nothing in the end and Corrigan will track it back. She's trying to switch the play and does. They work it through the middle of the ground now. Only the corridor are the Creekers. Up towards Cross. Fisted away by Chiera. Now Pierce looks to go out wide and finds Paxman on the edge of the square, on the wing, out of side on the right, up towards half forward. Del Poss put the arms up so it wouldn't bounce over her head. It just ran nicely for her. Good tackle on the outer side from Nicole Paul, who has been an absolute star so far. Corrigan takes it away. Little right foot ball, fisted away by Pierce. They're at half back, coming through. Beautiful work from Bayer. Got the handball away. The Creekers working in numbers, overlapping, and Chochi takes a bounce and streams through the middle. And decides to go in the cross direction. Got knocked out of her hands by Hogan. Three on one, she beat them all. Got the hair pass away while Chochi laid the tackle. Lang tries to kick it off the carpet. Try to keep it alive. Lang went again, but only this time as far as Lamb. Lamb over the top of it. Oh, got well it. Done. Lamb put it on the boot. Now got past Adard. Foot race on here at the half forward flank position. Chiera comes out. Ernst is there. Tried to lay on a tackle. Paxman is there as well. Knocked away from her. Spun around and caught. But the Creekers hold the ball up. And the umpire says in the back. Wow. Oh, that was late. But it was yeah, it was 75-25 there, I reckon. Lamb gets the resulting free kick in front of Paxman. So Lamb 
Long and direct here. Has to go long and direct. And she decides to put a hook on it. A nasty hook coming out is Hetherington. Knocked out of her hands though by Smiljanic. Smiljanic got turned over. Now chance. Oh, tell you what. Uh, Audley doesn't mind a shepherd. In goes uh, <laughs> Hetherington. Hetherington says, go long, damn it. Go long. And that's Bad what they kick. do at last. The kick though was a shocker. was off the side of the boot. And a mark taken in defence there by number 58, Helen Florence. For, oh, Darabin. She lost it. Got nearly knocked out of her hands. Ada trying to keep it alive. Pressure football. Egan has to go again over the top of it. She got claimed by Bernardi. The umpire says in the back. Gee, the pressure, the pressure on the Falcons is telling here. They are absolutely under the pump. As the kick is long towards the wing, Brennan, out of her hands, lays on a tackle, but the hand pass was there. Audley tried to get rid of it. Pierce pickpocketed her, went across to O'Day. O'Day gave the releasing hand pass to Paxman. Paxman going up towards the forward line. Vesio comes and takes a mark. And Vesio will now be lining up directly in front. Now decides to go for the pass, tries to acknowledge the lead. It was the team thing. It may not have been the smartest. Lane goes back in there, gets a little hand pass back. They're under pressure. Steph Simpson couldn't quite get it out. The quickest defence holding up. The cold pool got ripped again. She tried to get a kick away. Privatelli there as well. A hurry kick towards the boundary line. Haynes. Foot races on. Haynes tries to keep moving. Haynes gives it a little another nudge. Is there one in the back there this time? No, there isn't. Maybe Thanks. a trip this time, and this will go to Daisy Pierce. Daisy Pierce. Pierce quickly looking to go towards Paxman. Finds her left half forward. Wheels around. Centers it up. Looking for O'Day. Under pressure from Chochi. Cop one in the side. Umpire wave play on. In fact, it was Adard who came in. Now a little handball from Lang. Back to O'Connor. O'Connor, poor handball back to Callanan. Oh, bouncing footy. Byer came in. Collected Callanan fairly, said the umpire. It's hard. It's tough footy. And the umpire says we'll have a bounce at centre half forward for the Falcons who lead it by four points. But gee whiz, Peter Holden, there's a bit of shaking going on. They're a little bit nervous here. The Creekers haven't scored for this quarter. We should make note of that as Pierce tried to get a hand pass out. The umpire says all wrapped up like a sausage roll. So we'll call for another ball up. Right on the point of the centre square. Broadcast side going towards the Bell Street end. Knocked out of hands. Lang went charging through. Couldn't get it on the ground as Corrigan watches on and now it gets hatched out quickly Paxman got across to Mel Hickey finds herself pushing forward gets on the left goes towards the one on one on the forward line Brennan knocked it then got it back again Throat. Brennan tried to get it O'Day got knocked out of her hands in goes uh, Barton again tries to extract it out comes Vesio gets the hand pass to Lang Lang had to fake got the hand pass away before she was claimed no the umpire was hot on it and said you're gone and it'll be a free kick going the way of Chochi for Diamond Creek at true centre half back Chochi short to Hetherington who marks just inside the square her defensive side of the centre kicks up towards half forward she's in search of Nicole Paul up there but knocked away by Hickey going back in after it was Bernardi pushed in the back umpire waves play on little handball at the back came to Lamb who stepped inside got the cross on the left Chiera playing in front Saxton lays the tackle oh had it a while but then got dumped and the umpire said yes it is holding the ball only probably got the free kick Peter Holden because the tackle forced the ball to hit the ground skew a long way towards the boundary line and the umpire was satisfied that the tackle was enough for holding the ball and this is Saxton who earlier of course uh, misjudged that one of the goal squares which she thought it was touched and tried to get the hurry kick which was smothered so this is her shot on goal I think she was looking to give the hand pass off but the, the whisper in her ear is just go for the top of the square she comes in she'll kick from about 37 and a half gets onto it Across the face. O'Connor on the last line. She's trying to punch it through for a point from a long way out. Risky. 
O'Day in the back pocket. Smashes it clear, but only as far as Nicole Paul, who has been terrific. Goes on the left. She is a natural left footer inside the attacking zone, but O'Day comes out. Trying to lay the bump rather than go on the footy was Ashby. Now she goes back in and gathers. O'Day on the right. Clears up towards centre-half back. And coming out to take the mark was, I think it might have been Damaro, who's working clear. And now she finds Brennan at the true centre-half back position. And Brennan decides to get on the right. Goes to the switch to Stephanie Simpson. They got knocked out of her hands. Played on quickly by putting it on the left. Went across towards the uh, wing position on the broadcast side. Lang ran onto it. Had two players coming at her. Had to try and shake off the tag. Did so. Then got on the right. Pulled her kick at the last second for Pierce. Pierce in the middle of the ground. Decides to now kick it towards true centre-half forward position. Coming out to take the mark is Paxman. Paxman. A long way from home. Decides to go towards the acknowledged leader, Privatelli. Privatelli is under all kinds of harassment. Getting back there is Amelia Barton. Barton got turned over. Ball still alive. Delpos tries to go in there. Hurried little kick there by uh, Haynes to clear for the uh, Creekers. Out towards the swing position. O'Day went charging afterwards. Couldn't get there in time. Out of bounds between half-back flank and centre wing. That was huge for the Creekers because they were exposed on the break there. And it was great work from Chochi who got across to cover. They were forced to leave opponents and, and, and double up a number up. Chochi worked across, forced them to go a little slower. A huge win for the Creekers because the Falcons, they had a goal in their grasp on that occasion. And the boundary throw fell short, so the umpire asked for it to happen again. It's between Tanya Ernst and Shannon Egan as the ball will come back in. Ernst from the back put it to ground, pissed, went through traffic got it on the right, went in towards the forward line, fell short of Privatelli who turned her opponent inside out, Privatelli goes for the vacant goal square, it bounces on its point touched off the boot I think touched for a minor score so the goal umpire was waiting for the field umpire's call then so 2-6-18 Darabin, Diamond Creek 2-1-13, 5 point ball game nearing half time on VWFL Radio Hashtag Daisy Pierce doesn't get the hard ball. <laughs> ball kicked out from centre towards centre half back. Umpire wanted to pay the push in the back and then waved advantage. So now the Falcons through the agency of O'Connor back inside the attacking zone. Damaro working overtime in the forward pocket there for the Falcons. She's under the pump, slapped it out. Coming back in to help out was Lamb. In fact, it was Paxman. She just shoveled it towards half forward. They're working backwards, the Falcons, trying to create some space. Now Paxman hacked it out of the pack. Privatelli on hands and knees. Couldn't take the mark. It was a half volley. Now Pierce, 20 out, directly in front. Snap on goal. Just away to the right. Couldn't bend it back in time. And the minor score. The Falcons, 2-7-19. They lead Diamond Creek by one straight kick. 2-1-13. For those of you mathematically challenged, it is a six-point lead to the Falcons. And of course we point out that uh, Diamond Creek have not scored in this turn. They hold a six goal they held a six point margin at quarter time and now they trail by six points during the halftime siren and they go to long towards that high stop but it was red best by Hickey and Hickey has it 55 metres out from goal, tries to calm things down, then tries to set it to Pierce. Pierce got it now, ran to about 40 metres out from goal. The slide to swing around and have a shot. Went towards the pack and as the paid the mark it has right on the point line. And uh, getting up is, uh, I think it's Rebecca Privatelli. Great grab. And Privatelli will be having a shot. She'll be on a tight angle. Moho kicked one from there in the minor semi-final. Let's see how Privatelli goes for Darabin here. Going with the drop punt, Pete. Now, now the banana. And has the shot. It's... Got it. Through the middle. 
she's good effort from there. Privatelli. Sensational effort. Privatelli gets it. She must have been watching what Mo Hope did in the minor semi-final. And that moves it out to three goals, 7.25 for Darabin. And they lead Diamond Creek 2-1-13 here on VWFLradio.com. This is the major semi-final. Winner to the grand final in two weeks' time here at Coburg. Loser plays on Saturday at Shepley Oval against Melbourne Uni. I think, Pete, that was a good old-fashioned. You take your first two steps of your run-up, holding it as a drop punt, and then you think to yourself, nah. I'll Head just switch on. to the banana here, and she did it beautifully. Ball back in the centre of the ground. Feigning for a free kick was Sarah Hammond. Up high, wasn't interested. Coming through, Lamb. Kicked up towards half forward, but only as far as Hickey, who's been easily best on ground so far. And she finds Brennan in the corridor. And Brennan now gets on the left boot, comes out towards the wing on the broadcast side with plenty of space. Steph Simpson goes for the run, then gets on the right to deliver in towards the forward line. Trying to read it best there with Charlotte Dillon. Got knocked out of her hands, though, and gets all wrapped up. The umpire calls for a ball up. The one thing I'm being concerned about for Diamond Creek, as much as they've been good in and under, I don't see anyone from them that can really kick more than 30 metres. They've only maybe got one or two and they're usually playing up the ground. So that is a concern as Adard now takes it in front of O'Connor and got knocked over by O'Connor, but her kick works out okay. Now the burst of speed is on. Here's it in towards the middle of the ground. It's bobbling around. It bowled over Lisa Williams who was going through. So was Stacey Cross. Couldn't quite get onto it. Now trying to go in there. Oh. Fierce. It was uh, Hammond knocked out of her hands. In goes Brennan. Brennan extracts it. It was rugby more style. It was gifted to her. The umpire was blindsided. Kicks towards the centre wing position. Knocked out of the hands of Steph Simpson. Now picking it up there is Lamb. Lamb put boot the ball across direction at centre half forward. Went through her hands. Coming back is Hogan. Hogan now kicks it back from whence it came. In there was Simpson. Brennan read it best off the pack. Gave off the hand pass to O'Day. O'Day tried to turn the player and Lamb inside out. Went towards Lang who marked it at half forward. Lang 80 from home. On the lead for CO. Goes in that direction. Took it on the chest. Good grab. Then went quickly. On the right. Beautiful kick. Terrific play from the Falcons. Champagne football. She finds Beck Privatelli 20 out directly in front. This is a concern for Diamond Creek. They've done all the hard work, but the results not showing on the scoreboard. A goal from here from Rebecca Privatelli could really put a flat feeling amongst the Creekers as they go into the halftime huddle. Shannon Egan coming from the field with a finger pointing the wrong way. Ouch. She get that pop back in. She's tough as nails. She'll be back on the ground soon enough, but it's not really in the right spot at the moment, that pinky finger. Rivertelli, 25 out directly in front, where she'll kick from. Straight through the middle. She's happy with it. She'll be pretty cold down there, Beck Rivertelli. She's only had to make three, four, five leads in this game. They haven't had many attacking four A's, have the Falcons, despite the amount of scoring shots that may be on the scoreboard. A lot of those, uh, a lot of those behinds that they've kicked have come from pack situations, from throw-ins. They move to 4-7-32. They lead Diamond Creek 2-1-13. Perhaps the scoreboard not reflecting the flow of the game, but again for the Creekers, it's been their issue all year. As the siren sounds for half-time, and that will remain the score, and as I said for the Creekers, it's been their issue all year. They haven't been able to put their dominance in midfield and across half-back onto the scoreboard, and they've repeated that dose in the second term here at Coburg City Oval. At half-time, it is the Creekers 2-1-13, trailing the Falcons 4-7-31. So an 18-point lead to the Darabin Falcons over the Diamond Creek Creekers at half-time on VWFL Radio. Peter Holden, how have you seen the first half? But first of all, the goal kickers. Goal kickers for Darabin, two to Privatelli, singles to O'Day and O'Connor. For Diamond Creek, singles to Gretsch and to Gross. Cross, uh, pardon me. Uh, how have I seen the first half? I, I thought the first quarter was dominated by Diamond Creek. They were fantastic. They were intense. They were creating opportunities.
opportunities, but then the class of Darabin managed to pull it together in the second quarter by just chipping it around, finding some options, just waiting for the game to break open, which it did in that last five minutes. The massive concern for Diamond Creek is their ability to find a forward who can mark and kick goals inside their forward 50. You've got the likes of Cross. Cross is a key target from a girl who can kick goals. She is way too far up the ground. Way too far up the ground. They've got to roll the dice and they've got to tell Cross there's an area about 30 to 40 metres out from goal. You were to stay there and not leave there regardless of what happens because the problem is when they do bring it down the forward line, not too often, but when they do bring it down there, nothing is on. And the problem is, like the Saxon thing earlier, where Saxon, we were debating whether it was, it was pay to mark, she thought it might have been touch, but some of those other players that are not quite experienced the forward line, don't have the composure. You need a player like Cross who's got composure and is a target, and without that there, you can do all the hard work, you can do all the grunt in the middle, the problem is, there's a big old thing called a scoreboard, and unless you put the score on the scoreboard, it matters zip. And that's where they, they did make a change, which we actually didn't mention during the call. It was only a subtle change, but it, it happened in the last five or six minutes. Uh, a bit of experimentation on the part of the, the Creekers coach, Coach Barden, and he decided to put Lisa Williams to centre-half forward. Uh, she got near it a couple of times. There was a few packs at centre-half forward. Wasn't able to get her, her hands on it. But it was a bit of a it was a bit of a caution to the wind move, and it's good to see the coach throwing things around. It, it didn't yeah. completely pay off, but it did give them a little bit of a different look going forward. You, you wonder about some of the inexperience of some of the um, Diamond Creek girls, particularly when they were remember they were messing around with it in the middle of the ground during the middle of the second quarter, and they had a long kick which went skew off, but it was kind of the right thing to do because it took Hetherington, Hetherington to come into the middle of the ground after they've been mucking around with it by going wing to wing, wing to wing, and Hetherington pointing long, just saying, "For goodness' sake, boot it." And and there was no one there in the end and it went yeah. it went towards it was a kick a classic kick that went from it went from right half forward or just off center to the opposite pocket and when you do that and there's no one there it was very very easy for the Falcons to bounce it out and the problem is uh, what leads up to a problem like that is technically a kick like that would work well if you had an open forward line or against someone like across 30 metres out from goal yeah, but the but game has slowed down but because of that leading up to that and they've been going wing to wing wing to wing that allowed Darabin to start flooding some numbers back and therefore the long kick doesn't work. And that's the thing that uh, Diamond Creek have got to think of. As soon as they get in the middle of the ground, you can't go side to side. If you're going on the fast break, you've got to go all the way and you've got to go quick. And that's what they did during the first term and that's what exposed O'Connor and Pierce in the first quarter who couldn't get back to their natural defensive positions in time. And the 4-7 in the end, uh, the three goals in that term going the way of the Falcons. Two of them were created by Brendan marking the ball in the corridor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she controlled the game really well. There was a couple of times where she could have flown, um, perhaps hasn't had the rub of the green so far, and, and that's where it sometimes is hard when you're in a side that's very, very good and used to getting the ball kicked towards you 35, 40 times a game, and you can take 10, 15, 20 marks and get yourself nice and warm. Uh, all of a sudden, yeah, you've only had three or four possessions in the first quarter. Uh, the sun goes away. You're feeling a bit cold. She played... She played for the, the fall of the ball a couple of times, and that's what created a few of those goals. So that's just smart footy, just uh, just playing the, the game on, on what was in front of you, and, and she did that uh, on, on various occasions and also took a mark uh, when she let up and then wheeled around, and they managed to work the ball forward, and that was the champagne play that then re- resulted in that last Privatelli goal. So that they just managed to 
to string one together at the end there, the Falcons. But that's the only clean passage of play they've really had in the game. So and the, the Creekers are well and truly in it. The one thing that you're starting to see also near the end of that second term is Steph Simpson starting to get a bit of space out in the wing. Yeah, and definitely. Particularly on this broadcast side. As we said, the problem has been when, when players when players been on the eastern side of the ground, no goals are coming for either side on that eastern side. But when it comes to the broadcast side, this is where it opens up and this is where goals get scored from. Yeah, but I'm telling you, and as I said a couple of times, Astro Connor, Daisy Pierce, I don't mean to be critical, but I am being critical. Run both, way girl, run both ways, girls. They were standing at the front of the pack, attacking side, not defending, waiting for the ball to come out and waiting to run forward and look good. Not defending first. And, and that's probably, not to be overly critical, but Steph Simpson did that two or three times. And you can look good, but when it goes back the other way and you, you're playing a side that's on top of you, it can hurt you. Although it hasn't really so far. It hasn't been obvious. But uh, I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for Mel Hickey, I reckon it'd be four goals apiece. Because she's been absolutely sensational for the Falcons across halfback. She's marked everything. She's been easily the best player on the ground for mine in the first half. And she'll need to continue that if uh, if the Falcons want to do what we call cheating in this game, Pete. If they want to continue to do it, she'll have to be an absolute colossus, Mel Hickey, if they're going to roll on and win this one. Katie, Katie Lambeski actually just tweeted. She goes, been a while since I've seen a team take it up to Darabin like this. Kudos to Dymo. Hashtag VWFL. In fact, we've got around the ground scores three-quarter time in Division 2. And Seaford, 4 6 30 lead North Geelong by nine points, 2-9-21. So still a close game. It could go anywhere at uh, that stage. So we'll take the opportunity to take a break here on VWFLradio.com. And uh, when we return, we'll have the second half for you. This is the 2014 Cottons VWFL Final Series. And welcome back to Piranha Park, Coburg City Oval here for the uh, major semi-final in the VWFL uh, Premier Division. Of course, the umpire making sure everything's right to go. And he gets up away for this third term. It's Dan Hill. So it'll be O'Connor to fly up and win the tap to Brennan. Just bounced on its point beautifully for her and she controlled it. Got it up towards half forward. Over the back for CO. Took one hand up. Couldn't take the mark. Got a shove in the back. Umpire saw it. And she'll have the kick 40 metres out directly in front. Brennan was running past for the handball. Wasn't interested. Vasio took the kick. Into the wards of the pocket. Del Pos over the back. Just managed to break free from her opponent in Charlotte Dillon, who was just caught uh, watching her opponent and not the ball. And a very, very big goal here for the Falcons as Del Pos comes in. Pops it straight over the goal umpire's hat. They get the first, the Falcons. Huge goal in the context of this game. They move to 5-7-37. They lead Diamond Creek 2-1-13. And now it's right on a knife's edge for the Creekers. They well and truly need the next one. Here on VWFLradio.com, major semi-final. Winner goes here to the grand final two weeks' time here at Kobeck City Oval. The loser is sent to the preliminary final where they'll face the Melbourne Uni Muggers. The ball is thrown up in the air and away we go again. O'Connor wins the tap down. Goes to chase up her own kick. Tries to keep it in front of herself. Lamb went with her. Went the little hand pass out the side to O'Day. O'Day put her on the right boot. Went in towards the forward line. Lane came out towards the meter. Got knocked out of her hands there by Amelia Barton. In goes Delpos as well. Throwing off bodies is Lisa Williams. In goes Pierce. Pierce got knocked over, then uh, thrown to ground. Haynes. Here's the hurry kick by Haynes in towards the middle of the ground. Ernst got away from her, but it managed to, well, Oops. it was going to hold up there for Emma Champion. Lost it, went behind. Had to try and tackle Hickey, and the umpire calls for the ball up. 
right on the edge of the centre square, heading out towards the centre wing. The ball to be tossed up, it'll be Ernst to fly up in the ruck. And O'Connor stuck the arm up, but Ernst won the tap. Out the back, charging her way through was Hogan. Got the handball forward to O'Connor, who hacks it up towards centre-half forward. Caught in front and over the back for CO in the end. Now Del Post got the hand from Lang, who kicks across the face of goal. Running onto it was Simpson. She couldn't pick it up in time. And the clearing kick came from Lamb. Out very wide to Adard, who chucks it on the boot. Now it's a foot race for herself in the end and Ashby. But the boundary line will beat them all and we'll have a throw in on the centre wing out of side. Here on VWFLradio.com, we'll be back on Saturday afternoon at 2pm for the uh, Premier Division Preliminary Final and then Divisions 5, 4 and 3 Grand Finals here at Coburg City Oval. All three back-to-back -back next Sunday as uh, they try to hack it out of their chochi. Had it momentarily, Paxman knocked her over and uh, the umpire says it's all locked up or call for another ball up. On air from probably around about, depending on the official start times, but most likely about 9.30, 9.45 next Sunday morning. Early dawn as the hurry kick out of there, Higgy moves it towards the centre wing position, Delpos got away from her or they tried to get rid of it and she's screaming that she didn't have the ball, the umpire ignored her Ooh. just over the head there and just going back in the corner, trying to weave her way through got the little hurried hand pass out, now the kick along the carpet, in towards the forward line, Damaro came out to meet it but it was picked up by Hetherington, little Oops. hand pass back is nearly screwed up going in there is uh, Privatelli she's all wrapped up, oh geez, well, lucky to get out of that one Diamond Creek. They're doing the right things though you, you can see that the mindset is correct just the execution letting them down on that occasion as the ball's tossed back up Haynes does a ruck work against Hogan Haynes gets her own footy and the kick comes off the side of the boot very close to the boundary line although kept in play by Bayer shouldn't have kept it in play going in was Brennan knocked out of her hands and we'll have a throw no we won't it came off her knee says the field umpire so it'll be a free kick to Bayer of the Creekers at right half back Bayer decides to go on the right it is high, it is long it is through the hands of Hickey there went out to Paxman, lost it out the back was trying to find Corrigan, missed her Chochi went in again, advantage paid Chochi takes one bounce, Chochi going for the She's run, off. takes two bounces Chochi still going for the run, kicks it in towards the forward line, great mark, great spot up and this is uh, in the hands now of Gretsch, Gretsch swings around goes towards the top of the goal square oh, cross ho oh, oh. What a grab. Caught out of position, Pete. What a mark. Well, what play from Diamond Creek. It's been what we've been waiting for. Chochi to centre-half forward to Gretsch to cross. And I tell you what, though, she's not one, Pete, to jump very high off the ground, cross, but she just eased the body in and managed to leap over the top. Cross coming in directly in front. 15 metres out from goal for the Creekers. Inchy approaches. Left boot. Bang! Ooh, they needed that one. That's a huge goal. And and the context that came in as well, it was the bounce off half back. It was Chochi three bounces through the middle. It looked aesthetically really, really good. And that will just say to the Falcons, well, oh, hang on a minute. We might need to lock down on a few of these runners. So that's the second goal there for Cross. And that makes 3-1-19 for Diamond Creek. They trail by three goals while Darabin is sitting on 5-7-37. Early stages of the third term here on VWFLradio.com in the Premier Division Major Semi-Final. Ball thrown up in the centre of the ground. Corrigan stopped, propped and jumped off two feet basketball style and knocked it out. Pierce came through, Brennan came through, had it, lost it, claimed without it, umpire wave, play on. 
The crowd down in front of us wanted ball when she never even had the ball. Pushing the back, umpire should give this one and does. It'll go against Haynes in there. In fact, it was Barden. And it goes the way of Paxman, who kicks in search of Privatelli. Over the back of the pack, Del Post the crump. Hammond out the side door. Little kick came from Del Post. Went back towards Lang. Ball in disputed half forward. And guess who? Shay Audley has the footy. Hands it back to the umpire and says, can you give me something? Or to that effect anyway. Toss back up quickly. O'Connor smacked forward. Del Poss a chance. Fumbled it at the crucial stage. Damaro came through later. Big tackle. Ball in the forward pocket. And we'll have a throw in for the Falcons. They're in their forward pocket. They lead by 18 points. We have played seven minutes in the third term on VWFLradio.com. Darabin attacking towards the Harding Street end. Ball is thrown back into one. play. Hit him yeah. in the back of the head. Yeah, but <laughs> across O'Connor to Pierce. Pierce's kick went as far as Hetherington, who slapped it into the point post. And go quickly, too. And calls for a minor score. 5 8 38 to 3 1 19. As kicking it out quickly is Hetherington. Beautiful Goes short to the pocket. That's what uh, they need. That's what they've needed. Saxton now get on the right, going long up the line, through the hands there of Paxman, who couldn't hold on to it. Oh, well Gary done. With a little hand pass. Now they're bursting off through the middle of the ground. It's long and it's high towards uh, the true centre-half-forward position as Gretsch came out, couldn't quite hang on to it. Tries to hold up traffic the best that she can. It popped out, trying to go in there. Was uh, hammered again, trying to extract it. Couldn't do so. Went as far as the cold ball. Oh, the ball went to Emma Champion. Champion stopped and propped and she kicked towards through Cross's hands. Now the foot races on in towards the forward line. Numbers are back there and trying to get back there in the nick of time is O'Day who now puts it on the right boot heading out towards the wing position. Foot races on here trying to scrap forward is Nicole Paul. She went to ground getting it back. O'Day now gets on the right boot going up in the Vesio direction. Vesio takes it. Burns off her opponent. Vesio takes one bounce. Oops. Oh the ball didn't That's stick holding her. That's the ball technically. Oh, her in the back. Oh. She got her in the back. But if you're in the process of bouncing the ball and get tackled, oh, I know it was in the back, but no, she called holding on, not in the back. It was that was interesting. Because what happened, she bounced and the ball went away from her before she was grabbed, then got shoved. So it was a split-second thing as Vasio goes towards oh, the pocket dear. and a good cut-off there by Shay Audley, the serial pest, who sees the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. 45 metres out for the Darabin goal. And she goes over to Lang and pats her on the backside and says, you didn't attack that one. <laughs> She's a pest. Ball toss back in. Audley again. Won the, t won the, the footy at the base. Chochi's in there. Be a free kick out the back. Holding the ball. That's hot. What? She stuffed that up, surely. So it'll be holding the ball against Nicole Paul, who got headlocked. So the ball from Pierce, the resultant free kick. And the ball doesn't lie, Peter. That's why it's a turnover. Corrigan smashes it outside defensive 50. Bouncing footy. The numbers with the creakers, but off the shins of Tiana Ernst and over the boundary line and out of bounds between wing and half forward for the Falcons right in front of our commentary position on VWFLradio.com. I still can't understand that last free kick. It was one of the hottest holding the balls I've seen and the tackle was a headlock, but let bygones be bygones. We'll get on with it. Ball back into play. There's O'Connor taken away by Delpos. Delpos on the left towards Lang on the one-on-one. -on -one. Held well on that occasion by Shay Audley. Trying to come through. Oh. First away through. There was the player in Oh, eight. she handballed oh, that Oh, no. Well... I thought she got rid of it and I thought when the whistle thought about did she get one too high because I thought there might have been a chance for a too high in there as Lang gave off the hand pass going to Hammond Hammond kicks a goal there's one to the girls in orange oh jeez 
I tell you, <laughs> yeah, I can't explain it. But anyway, uh, the, the, the goal now moves them out to six goals, eight as the scoreboard ticks over. That is uh, 50, no, no, 30, no, 44, pardon 44, me. 44, yeah. 6 8 44, leading uh, Diamond Creek 3 1 19, who have been unlucky. They've been trying, they've been doing the work. But the scoreboard shows Darabin in front by 25 points. I've got the updated scoreboard. It's actually 5-8-38 to 3-1-19 and one goal to the umpires. Oh, dear. Although, you've got to go back, Pete, and say terrific finish by Paxman. That was under the pump. That was tight. She had two or three closing in on her, 25-30 out, and got the quick kick away and good finish. Hammond had put it through in the end. It was Hammond, was it? Yep. So Hammond got the goal, and the Falcons look to come forward again, but cutting it off is Dylan. Gave the handball to Chochi, tucked it under the arm, and went for a run, kicked it out wide. All players almost colliding there on that occasion. Coming together was... It might have been Bayer and also Paul, but Paul took the mark, then she squared it up. She's fantastic by foot, is Nicole Paul. Champion gathers, gets onto the right, kicks up towards centre half forward. Should be a free kick for front on contact. Chopping the arms. Contact or chopping the arms, whichever you like. And Bernardi will have it 50 out directly in front. Wants to go quickly and does. Kick towards the pocket. Gretsch flew from a couple deep. Ball slapped towards the forward pocket. Plenty of numbers here with the Creekers. Now to the top of the goal square. Do they have the numbers? They do not. Del Post tracks back for the Falcons. She's in her left back pocket. Gets on the left and smashes it clear and running onto it and running with the flight and taking a courageous mark is Stephanie Simpson. Simpson, half-back flank, eastern side of the ground, decides to go long up the line through the hands there of uh, Tavon Lawson, went out the back door, now picked up there by Bernardi, he's got to turn around oh, on a sixpence, does so, kicks it back to whence it came, flying across is Ernst who made the contest against O'Connor, and in the back. Ernst cocks one in the back, will get the free kick. Well done by Ernst, she flew at that, O'Connor didn't know what had hit her because O'Connor was sitting under it. And that's when O'Connor got a bit incensed and ran after and gave the push in the back. And also as well, around the grounds have been told Footscray and Richmond in the VFL. Footscray come back from 26 points down the last term to win with a goal after the siren to lock down second spot in the VFL. Oh, let's hope Richmond finish ninth in the AFL as well. Here's the kick long towards the uh, forward 50. O'Connor went up. Oh, it came off hands here. Here's the hurried little hand pass. Barton quickly got left a cross. Cross on the left foot. Cross on the left foot. Here come Diamond Creek. Oh, I'll tell you, I hope we're not talking about the umpire's goal, Pete. Oh, at the end of this one, because it's back to 19 points. And 4-1-25, trailing 6-8-44 here on VWFLradio.com. Diamond Creek just hanging about, hanging about. And uh, as we said, they let it quarter time. They let it slip at half time. Darabin got the first goal of the third term, but Diamond Creek are refusing to lay down. So we enter red time in the third quarter. Of the second semi, the VWFL final series, the Premier Division, slapped out of the middle beautifully by O'Connor, straight to Brennan, who kicked on her left foot, which is her wrong foot, and it came off the side of the boot, but Simpson leads the race, goes with a spearing ball inside, attacking 50, but running onto it is Hetherington, got the handball away to Bayer, Bayer spoons it out wide, now by hand, back towards Hetherington, who kept on running, she goes out wide, oh! copping a big hit there was Paul, and got nothing for it, should have been a very obvious free kick, the Creekers get on with it, they bomb it up towards half forward, pack forms at the front is Pierce, gathers for the Falcons, although errant handball, straight to Bayer, now Chochi, inside the attacking zone, cross tracking it back, bouncing footy, bouncing, bouncing, Callanan goes back, gathers, wheels away, and clears for the Falcons. 
Elkins. Tries to go in the Paxman direction, but one bounce away from her, and the ball went over the boundary line and out of bounds on her hammer at the same time. What about the clothesline? Jeez, that was unlucky. That was a <laughs> dead set clothesline. Unlucky indeed, as... It's thrown back in, Corrigan versus Egan, and just picked off by Hammond. Hammond just put it on the boot straight away, keeping towards the middle of the ground. Barton waiting for it, has to come out and get it. Try to get a little hurried hand pass to try and keep it alive. Trying to go in there was oh. Dylan, was kicked away from her off the ground. No in danger given. Here's the kick towards half forward, but now it's half back because Hetherington picks it up. Hetherington goes long by hand. Handball in, out of trouble, not into trouble, and that's what she did. She went into trouble with that handball. All of a sudden, it got coughed up. Here's the kick by uh, O'Connor in towards the centre half forward position. Coming out to meet it was Florence. Got knocked over. Has to go back in again. Over the top of the ball. Vesio dropped, dropped it, it. Had it. Ball is still on the ground. Fighting in forward is uh, Egan. Trying to get a little hurried hand pass out. Coming in there is Bayer for Diamond Creek. Bayer kicks it around. Chochi had it. Chochi had to go back and get That's it again. Sliding rule, hand isn't pass it? off to Corrigan. Got that? Corrigan going across. Now to try and find Lamb. Two coming after Lamb. Lamb's got it. She's under the pump. Gets it on the left boot. Clearing out towards the centre wing position. It bounces and it goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. One a contest here on VWFLradio.com late in the third term. 6-8-44 is Darabin. Diamond Creek 4-1-25 as Hammy's done in the country box for my co-commentator Dan Hill. Is that karma coming off after what's saying about the oh, umpires? the umpires have got me back, Pete. I've cracked up in the Hammy. Corrigan gets on the right. The 10Ks <laughs> yesterday's hurt me. Kicks towards the middle of the ground. It was picked off by Brennan. Here's a go. Brennan now goes towards the lane direction. Lane takes the mark is all by the cheaters, herself. Pete. Look at all the cheaters. They're everywhere. Here comes O'Connor and takes the mark. You say cheaters not because you're calling them breaking the rules, but it's a case of they've been playing forward at the football. And because Cheats. they're doing a packing site, they've now got the... Uh, I'm okay if there's one, not when there's five. <laughs> Coming in, O'Connor. <laughs> 50 metres out from goal. Goes towards the top of the square. Oh, Pivot tally. Gee, she's a star. She had three hanging off her and she still marked it. One of them was uh, Herbal was hanging off of her. But Eberly. I should say Eberly. I've probably been getting it wrong all day. As Previtelli will come in and have a shot on the 45 degree angle. But only from 15 metres out from goal. Should put it out to 25 points the difference. In she creeps for all the Falcons. She's hopping and skipping and jumping. She's not too sure about it. And she puts it through, though. Doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you do it. And Rivatelli gets her third. 7.850 for Darabin. 4.125 for Diamond Creek. As they knew we were turning over the wrong score there for a second. The scoreboard's just clued on here on VWFLradio.com. We're nearing the three-quarter time siren. But Darabin are just keeping that arm's distance away from Diamond Creek. Yeah, and that was They're the key. doing enough. That was the key. Needed to be two goals, one or two goals, tops. And it's, it's out to the four. But in saying that, if they can get it under three kicks late in this term, it'll be a huge mental boost for the Creekers as Ernst has moved into the ruck and it was a good tap. Audley came through, just ran after it, bowled through a couple and then kept on going as she does all afternoon. As it just gets a little bit dark down here at Coburg City Oval. Pete, we might need a call for the lights as Divi we go around the grounds. Division 2 major semi-final. Seaford have beaten North Geelong by three points. Ooh, huge result there in Divi 2 as the ball comes out from half back. It was Happy Hammond who tucked it under the arm and kicked it up towards half forward. Del Poss came out for the Falcons. Gathered. Beautiful, smooth football. Got the handball the way to Paxman. She's a little less smooth, but she goes on the right peg towards O'Connor. Oh! oh! Who collided with Cross, who's hurt and down. But they come away here, the Creekers. They have the footy going up towards half forward, but Mel Hickey takes the grab, and she has been an absolute rocker Gibraltar back there for the Falcons as Cross is still down. She copped a 
knee to the solar plexus and remains on her haunches at centre half back as centre of the ground O'Day takes the mark for the Falcons called to go Whoa, she's under the pump that's holding the footy oh that's not play on umpire and then she wave play and in the back give him something free kick to the Creekers so we're must, up must be sliding something under the table the Falcons that oh, is unbelievable they can't take a trick the Creekers they go up towards half across the mark she has got the sticky fingers today Stacey Cross that's a terrific grab I know she's a left-hander, but leaning out to her left, kicked very, very high, and now she gets onto the left, kicks towards the top of the goal square, slapped away by Ernst towards the, the line. She stayed down, I think, Ernst. In fact, the Darabin player's down at the top of the square. Ball still in dispute on the kickoff line. Paxman decides, well, <laughs> I'm sick of this. Goes with the Texas wedge, kicks it out towards half back. It stops just inside the boundary line. Players slide in after it. Umpire will have to call in for a bounce here, surely, and does. Bounce it left half forward. Creek is in attack. And they and trail by 25 and points. The funny thing is, that kick would have almost been deliberate out of bounds, but the ball just held up a few centimetres from going out. Perfect kick. Absolutely yeah. perfect. And trying to go in there is Egan to extract the ball. She can't. A hurry well kick done. by the Creek is up against the boundary line. Will oh. go out of bounds on the full, though. It looked good. <laughs> it looked good. The execution, though, not quite right. 7850 Darabin, 4125 Diamond Creek here on VWFL Radio. Here's Brittany Gretsch. Here's the kick in, and uh, Day comes out to take the mark. She does. And she just hobbles about there in the back pocket. She's trying to keep some tempo and get the ball out of defence. Oh, that's a slice. It's a long kick. Brennan from behind came off hands. She was close to the boundary line. line. <laughs> Amelia Barton nearly took that. And uh, we'll have a throw in, let's say, about 55 metres out from goal. As the umpire just gives it the old heave back into play. Can the Creekers pinch one before the three-quarter time siren to make it alive? As uh, Ernst now oh, coming through as Paxman. Like a taxi driver through heavy traffic. Did it easy, but only oh. as far there as Haynes. And Haynes took the mark 65 metres out from home. Haynes for Diamond Creek. Was hesitant. Now gets on the right. Lines oh. it up towards the pocket. I think she was looking for the cross direction, but it fell short. Paxman took an easy mark in the back pocket. That's your criticism, Pete. Just couldn't carry it more than that 35, and that's where the turnover came from. Paxman kicks at 50. Out towards Hammond, who had an easy mark in the end and dropped what she should have taken. And now the umpires have heard me, so they're, they're going to start squaring it up and giving a few free kicks to the Creekers late in this one. And they get the free kick for holding on. They'll have the footy just on the attacking side of wing. Haynes has really moved herself into the game in the last few minutes. And it should be a 25. And the umpire says, well, no, call no, you back around your mark. Around. Which is one of the stupidest rules in football. Slows the game down. Haynes, numbers flowing back now for Darabin. She kicks up towards half forward. Hogan in front. Paxman gets the crumb. Kicks beyond the wing. Chochi leads the race. But Bounce evades her. Coming through was Florence. She's dumped. Umpire wave play on. Tried to take him on. Pierce is in there. Doesn't get the hard ball. Tried to get it on that occasion. Oh, then the body slam was on Audley. And, she, and they came in to look after her and a few chests and a few taps, but Audley said, well, I've got the footy. Don't worry about it, girls. Come on, let's get on with it. She does. She goes around the outer side. Coming out to take the mark was Lamb. She goes on her left foot, which is her right foot, up towards half forward, off hands. At the front, a chance for Callanan. 
Kick back to Wentz it came. Florence sits under it and takes the mark for the Falcons. Florence releases a play by giving off the hand pass and O'Connor kicks it up the line, but not too far. Gotta switch it. Gotta switch Only it and go middle. Charlotte Dillon. Dillon's gotta move and move quick. And that's what she does. She's on the right. It's gotta be pinpoint perfect with the kick it is. Managing to spot up Lisa Williams. Williams is running sideways. Now kicks it towards the center half forward position. Went through the hands there of Saxton. Giera's back there. Now kicks towards Pierce. Pierce slows things down when she could have opened it up through the middle. Tempo footy. Tempo footy. They've got numbers flooding back there as well. She takes a bounce, an awkward looking one, then gets on the right, comes out in the woods, the Lang direction. Lang tried to fly, but it went to Lang, and Lang got on the right, coming back in board. Oh, oh Mark taken here by Hickey, who takes a bounce. She normally doesn't go for the run. She says, come towards me, and that's what they do. And Privatelli takes the mark, and she'll be lining up for goal, 40 metres out in a slight angle. Mel Hickey doesn't run inside the Ford 50. <laughs> See that? She ran to 55 out and looked for the pass. Short pass on here. And uh, just spotting it up here is Lang, who's going to take all the time in the world. And we'll have a shot on a 45-degree angle from about 30 metres out from goal. She had it kept going there, Mel Hickey. She probably would have closed to 30 and kicked what would have been one of the, the goals of the season. But instead, like any good back woman, d as soon as she even followed through with her kick, as you normally take five or six paces after you kick the ball, she actually stopped just short of the 50, so she wouldn't go inside it. <laughs> Here's the kick. It's away to the left. Shocker. Oh, 1-2 by Stelpos. Couldn't hold on to it. Brennan had a jumper Throw. pole. Trying to get a hand pass away. Taken by Bernardi. Bernardi now goes towards centre-half back. Boulder over O'Day. Waiting out for it is Hammond. Hammond to Pierce. Pierce on the outside. Goes to the hand pass. Now there's the kick. Longing towards the forward line. Brennan being held here. Oh, takes it. Oh, cops a whack <laughs> on the way through. They paid that eye one. Gee, she went to ground like a sack of spuds. Got her right in the eye, I think. And, uh, yeah, she's getting up, just clearing the face, going, what on earth just hit me? And Brennan will be lining up for goal on a slight angle from about 20 to 25 metres out from goal. It was unfortunate. She juggled the mark originally, and then the player came through and tried to fist the ball away and missed the ball and smacked her in the eye. That's it, it was, it was a old school. It was a legitimate attempt to spoil, I think. So If it wasn't, it was well disguised. <laughs> in comes Katie Brennan. The slow approach now skips in. One eye closed. On the right. Oh, oh she's pulled it. It's, put her it, balance off. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's shaking her up a bit, I reckon, and it's a minus score. So 7-9-51, Darabin, leading Diamond Creek 4-1-25 here on VWFLradio.com. The Cottons VWFL final series live here at Piranha Park, Coburg City Oval in Coburg. So closing stages of this term. The third term, the Premiership quarter. 26-point lead to the Falcons. Poor restart. Almost marked in the end there by Champion, but the Falcons have the numbers at the front, and Privatelli almost marked. 20 out directly in front. Almost had it and lost it. Now the little handball came from Dylan. She kicks towards right half back as they try and clear the Creekers. They now have the numbers. Bernardi off the deck, looking for the boundary line. Hammond leads the race, spun on its point, back to Bernardi. She hacked it even further afield, found the wing, and it still managed to stay in play right up on the outer side. Pack forms around it. Bernardi's also there. Del Poss out the back. Now the Falcons looking to build. On the right foot, up towards half forward. Turned over. Should have been a mark. Umpire wave play on as the siren sounds for three-quarter time. And it is the Falcons leading by 26 points, 5-9-51 to the Creekers, 4-1-25. You would think this one is in the books, Peter Holden, but 25 minutes is a long time in football. 
Well, as I've always said, the the problem is with Diamond Creek if they can find the forward options. They found one, they found it twice going forward, and they moved it fast. And it was impressive when they moved it fast, and they were attacking again at the end of that third term. But they're just not quite finding their avenues to home. And as you said, we've been looking for Gretch, and the one time that she did get her hands on the football, that beautiful link up with Cross was fantastic. And that was their play of the game. Yeah, easily. And look, Cross has been terrific uh, all day. I mean, she's worked tirelessly all day up and down the ground um, look they have thrown everything at this have the Creekers and they're, they're just that 5% off they're, they're just missing that that 1 or 2% that they need to, to get to where they need to be for that 3.5-4 quarters um, they showed it in the first quarter and a half they they showed their hand and they, they can compete with, uh, with Darabin but We've just seen Darabin ease their way into the game, get used to the pace of the game. We've seen Daisy Pierce on occasion where she could have taken the risk and, and she did take the game uh, uh, by the scruff there, Daisy, and it was in a defensive capacity. Criticise her in the first half for being in front of the pack. Criticise a few Falcons players for being in front of the pack. But in that quarter, it was Daisy Pierce at the back of the pack, in for the tight ball, kicking it sideways, slowing the game down and creating. And that, that's where the Falcons really sucked the juice out of it in the last 10 minutes. And it was a goal a goal to zero in the end in the last 10 minutes when perhaps after they got that goal with that terrific play uh, to Stacey Cross, maybe the Creekers had just fancied themselves and let themselves back into the game. But it was the likes of, uh, of Daisy Pierce, also Sarah Hammond, um, Karen Paxman's been terrific. I mean, she would have had 30 possessions easily, even on the last line, kicking the ball off the ground, getting it clear. Uh, she's had a hand in absolutely everything. Just those senior heads have, have managed to keep that margin outside the comfortable four goals for the Falcons. Goal kickers at three-quarter time look like this. The Darabin, it's three to Privatelli. Singles to Hammond, Delpos, O'Day and O'Connor. For Diamond Creek, it's three to Stacey Cross and one to Brittany Gretsch. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here on VWFLradio.com. At three-quarter time, it's Darabin, 7.951, leading Diamond Creek for 125. This is the 2014 Cottons VWFL Final Series. And welcome back to Piranha Park, Coburg City Oval. The home here of the Cottons VWFL Final Series. A reminder, of course, the preliminary final for Divisions 2, 1 and Premier will be played uh, on Saturday out at... Shepley Oval in Dandenong beginning from 10am on Saturday morning 10am for Division 2 12pm for Division 1 and 2pm uh, for the Premier Division and of course we will have the Division 5, 4 and 3 Grand Finals being played here at Coburg City Oval next Sunday and then the Sunday after that the 7th of September is the Division 2 1 and Premier Grand Finals yeah, and you'll hear it all on VWFLradio.com so we look forward to having your company throughout the uh, final series. We'll be covering the Premier Division preliminary final next Saturday afternoon and Division 3, 4 and 5's Grand Finals next Sunday afternoon and that means of course uh, Dan Hill will be joining me in commentary uh, next Sunday afternoon for the uh, Division 3 Grand Final uh, between uh, Wyndham Vale, the that hasn't been beaten against the giant killers and the White Horse Colts. Well, could they just go one, two, three, the Colts? Wouldn't that be a... Oh, that'd be one for the ages, Pete. Turn up for the books. Jeez, you wouldn't want to let Anna Harrington know about that. 
Oh, yeah, I don't feel listening, so sorry for predicting that and just Surely making that a bit not. nervous. Oh, no, I'm not predicting that at all, but, geez, that'd be a fantastic effort. And plenty of sides have won grand finals from fourth. It's not a bad place to come from. I can tell you, what, I reckon more have won it from fourth than they've won it from third. I don't know why that is. I don't know what that's about. Maybe it's the underdog tag in, the a, underdog in Australian mentality. sport. Exactly. Well, we're just about ready to get underway for the final term here on VWFLradio.com. 26-point lead to Darabin, and to get us underway, it's Dan Hill. So it'll be Ernst and O'Connor. Ernst flew up. O'Connor won the tap and came straight down to Brennan and she was claimed immediately and will have another throw up. So O'Connor and Ernst. O'Connor again won the tap. Only as far as Bayer. Gets the handball out the back door to Smith. Now they come forward, do the Creekers. But only as far as Paxman who gathers it on the wing. Kicks on the right but straight into Hetherington. Off her hands. Over the back. Land in the arms of Callanan. Who goes up towards half forward. O'Day takes the mark. She's at left half forward. She's 50 from home. She wheels around. Kicks towards DeMaro, who can't take the mark. Now over the back is O'Connor. Up towards full forward. Pierce out of the goal square. Couldn't take the mark. Privatelli gathers. She's immediately claimed. She's 20 out from her attacking goal. And the umpire says, we'll throw it up and does it quickly. As soon as she got it, she tossed it on high. Now it bounces at the back for Privatelli. Had it, lost it. Almost got the handball away. Dropped it. Umpire was happy. She tried, she said. Little handball at the back. Clearance will come for the Creekers. Out of side. Bouncing footy. O'Connor leads the race. Ran into Gretsch. And Gretsch will get the free kick. Copped her high with the elbow on the way through. So, whoop, and she's just sat back down again. Got back up again, Gretsch, in front of Egan. Probably so, Gretsch. First clear disposal, really, in a long time. Centre wing goes long in the cross direction. It was the meat in the sandwich. O'Connor just cut it off. Slapped it towards the boundary line. Caitlin Smith chasing after it. Can't get there in time. And out of bounds to the CFMEU sign. The 2.30 starts, Pete. It's dark. Can't see the other side of the ground. The CFMU signs have got the black background. You can't see anything. Call for the lights as the ball's <laughs> to be thrown back into play. Heaved back in. Yellow fell footy. Sh- fell short of both the uh, Rackman again, but uh, they're just keeping alive here, the Creekers, momentarily. Shea Audley tried to extract the ball, and the umpire says holding. Pointed one way, then pointed the other, and says, Helen Florence, you'll get a free kick for Darabin. And she'll have the opportunity to clear here off half back. Actually, Chiera in the end. She just handed it and said, well, Chiera, you can take the kick. Hammond marks, and then it should be a 25. The umpire wasn't interested, (laughs) so Hammond kicks towards the centre of the ground. Williams slapped it away. Pierce ran onto it. Got the handle over the top, back to Chiera, who loads it up on the right peg, and then just checked the kick and massage one out wide. Del Post came out to take the mark. In fact, it was Hickey. She goes on the right peg up towards half forward and finds Privatelli who takes the mark 55 from home. Vasio out of the goal square on a hard lead. Pierce is back there. Umpire says, get on with it. Does. Kicks in the Vasio direction. Stand and jump at it. Didn't have the sit. Numbers are with the Creekers. Hetherington by hand. Poor handball in the end. Turnover. At the base of a Pax Damaro. Working on hands and knees. She's all tied up. And we'll have a bounce 45 out from Darabin's attacking goal at right half forward. They lead by 26 points. And with every tick of the clock, it gets further away for the Creekers. Caitlin Smith got onto the football, had to run away from O'Connor. Get in front of herself, Egan there, and uh, sees it go out of bounds on the centre wing, out of side of the ground. What about Caitlin Smith there when she took off? She was quick, but the problem is she needs to get on the forward line, and they need a goal, and they need a goal quick. If there's any chance of keeping this uh, one alive, as it's thrown back into play, O'Connor to go up in the contest versus Ernst. O'Connor got the front posse. Umpire's blowing the whistle, and let's see which way the decision will go. Going the way of Diamond Creek for a ruck infringement. 
And Tanya Ernst now has it in front of a spectator wearing a falcon scarf on the outer side of the ground. They're good scarves, those. That's a great setup, the they're, falcon scarves. They're ripping, and I tell you what, who's had a ripping day? Mel Kiki's just intercepted that. She's a star. And she comes back in board. She's got the sunnies as well, if you've seen it. Superstar written all over us. O'Day goes to find Callanan. Callanan got around Chochi. Then whoop, just put it up in the air, let it sit in the breeze, and uh, just came off hands. Had to go back and chase up her own kick. Players just going in there, including Rebecca Privatelli. Can't extract it. And it stacks on the middle. The umpire calls the bounce between centre and centre half forward for the Falcons, attacking the Bell Street end. So ball toss back up. O'Connor, the volleyball spike, gains 25 metres, but the numbers are with the Creekers, cleared wide by Lamb with that awkward kicking style. Chochi and O'Day in the race, also Mel Hickey gathers it on the bounce and then took Chochi on, raised the shoulder, threw it out, umpire wave, play on. Coming through was Cross, got the handball back to Lamb. Lamb up to Gretchen, a bit of space. Has a bit of room to work. Decides the handball to herself. Beautiful work around Chiera. This could be one of the goals of the season, but she ran out of puff. Went the pass in the end. It pitched ah. on its point. And running back was, I think it might have been Lawson Tavern, and she rushes it through for a behind. And she'll get it in the back pocket because she was trying to get Bernardi. It was just too much juice on the kick as the... Kicked by Lawson Tavern, looking for Damaro. Whoop, out of bounds on the full. And I think it might be Chochi out there who's getting the resulting kick back into play. And What's she has Gretch to go quickly. Here? She goes short, and a mark is taken. And I think it might be Shay Orther who's taken it. And Shay Orther's 50 metres out Cross from is goal. on her own here. Cross, they've got to look for Cross, and that's what it does. Hangs it high in the air. Cross, the good spawn from behind comes by Hammond. The ball hits the ground. Urs has got there. Gives the donut. Oh, he got the hair pass straight to O'Day. And O'Day will now take it on the right. Goes straight down the corridor. Pierce comes flying <laughs> over the top. Frequent fly miles for Daisy Pierce. Trying to get the hair pass away for Ashby. Ashby got it on to Simpson. Simpson got it on to Privatelli. Privatelli from 50 metres out. Going long. Vasio nearly got onto it. And it got Shuffled through for a minor score. 7-10-53. it should read, pardon me, for Darabin. 7-10-52, leading Diamond Creek 4-2-25. What <laughs> about Daisy Pierce? The, to be fair, the player in front of her did fold at the hips, <laughs> but she was up high. Ball in the back pocket, the Creekers. Looking to work it clear. Audley. Gee, she's been terrific. The two 18s. If there's anything you get from him, it's definitely consistency. Hickey and Audley. Audley at half back with a kick. Only as far as Brennan, but she couldn't take the mark. Handball was shoveled out by Charlotte Dillon. Now Hickey's in there, got one high up by way play on Mel Hickey. Look back towards the up front. You've got to be kidding me. That'll be a free kick that will go the way of the Falcons, and it'll go to Tracy Ashby on the wing. Goes short towards the half forward flank position. Too much juice on the kick, so it's intercepted and calling for it is Gretsch and Cross. They're too far from home. These four, Gretsch goes flying and uh, slaps the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. This is a worrying sign that I don't like. Gretsch and Cross up at centre wing. What on earth are they doing so far up the ground? Yeah, I suppose you're chasing a kick now. If you both of those two. You haven't seen much of it in the last quarter and a half. You've got to get up there and get yourself involved. O'Connor slapped it down, taken away by Paxman who came away from the hands of the train and then kicked it further up the line. Calls for the 1-2, doesn't hands. get it, goes to Hammond instead. Hammond delivers inside the forward line and taking a mark is Daisy Pierce. Pierce turns around on the right. It's a good one and Damaro now takes the mark and she is directly in front 
She's knee high to a grasshopper, tomorrow. She's she, got to be too far out to score. She ain't going to keep from 45. If you're the field up you'd say, you're not lining up for a shot here. Come on, don't Good be pass. around. Goes in the direction of Vasio, and the umpires played oh. holding. Vasio will be lining up directly in front to ice the game. I'll tell you what, Pete, as a man who's got about a 20% winning record at any sport in life, I know what it's like to get a few rookie calls, and there's been a few that have gone against the Creekers today. When you're the champs, you get everything. As Vasio comes in directly in front, right boot, and puts it straight over the goal umpire's hat. And uh, for Vasio, surprisingly, it's her first of the uh, afternoon. And Ms. Darabin out to 8.10.58, leading Diamond Creek 4.226. That is all she wrote here at Coburg City Oval. And for Tiana Ernst, who came into the side, I believe, when, when we called uh, the game out at, Dar uh, out at Diamond Creek between Darabin and Diamond Creek, I think she played the, the Development League game as well, uh, or the, the Division One game. And she's kept her spot in the side, but just that handball at half forward, the turnover, that's really what got things flowing for the Falcons, and they, they get the goal. Those, those good old-fashioned two-goal turnarounds. Ball went up towards half forward for the Falcons, and then it rebounded off ankles, knees and shins and went back into the middle of the ground and now it'll be a free kick to the Creekers and Chochi will have it for... Against Hammond. Against Hammond for a high one. Chochi had a head over the ball and just copped one around the scone. We don't like to see too much of that. Up towards Gretsch at half forward. She got one high as well. Similar incident. Had her head over it and just got barged into. Gretsch wheels around, gets on the right. Good looking delivery, but guess who? Mel Hickey, she is a star. She cuts it off with courage and guile and she takes the mark at half back. Hickey on the right, up oh, and pays a 25 against the Cole Paul, who was furious. And Mel Hickey is giving her the applause as well, and a bit of apple on the way through. And double 25? is she paying a double 25? Oh no, I think it's a single. It's a 37 and a half. Well, that's it. Jeez, that's I, it's not a 50, and I ain't a 25. Let me tell you that. Goes in the woods, the middle of the ground to Brennan. Brennan now going long, and it was a forward line. Out comes her Vasio. Vasio now oh. got it. She shrugged off one. She shrugged off another, and she kicked away to the right. 8 11 59. Darabin 4 2 26 is Diamond Creek here in the major semi final. So by this count. Darabin will continue the season undefeated and go through to the grand final. Diamond Creek will have a date with Melbourne Uni next Saturday afternoon at Shepley Oval. The ball's brought back into play and Audley finds herself with a footy at left half back for the Creekers. She looks to take a risk and square it up and why not? But it's fisted away by Privatelli, although Ernst will come up with it and she gets it by hand to Bayer, who goes by hand to Williams. By hand back towards Lamb, who gets it on the right peg, up towards half forward. And again, Hickey, although she took off a bit early, made a bit of a blue there and put Florence under the pup who threw it. The umpire didn't see that. And getting thrown off the ball was Chiera. And now galloping her way through was, I think it might have been Bernardi who fires on goal. And it bounces on its point. It was Barden, in fact. She kicked it towards Bernardi, who was on the last line. And Barton actually tried to kick, was pushed off the ball, and in the end it finished up being a bounce. They wanted holding the ball, and she just kept on playing. And in the end it was just the, the one behind. And, and the restart it. comes out, and Gretsch gets a push in the back against her, and it'll go to Brennan. Well, I, I'm surprised by that, but anyway, well, now she tries to play on, and she kicks in the hickey direction. That's hickey a gets knocked off the ball. the ball. Nope. There goes uh, Audley. Then comes Pierce. Pierce gets oh, on the left, going out towards center wing position. Class. Now gets up to Simpson. Simpson now gets on the right boot towards the Lang direction. Lang takes a mark at center half forward. Lang 
Just what looking about, around. What about Chiera running past for the handball? Didn't want to get it to it. Decides to centre it, and uh, it just amounted to nothing in the end. As a mark taken there by the Creekers in the uh, last line of defence. As the kick Oops. is dangerous by uh, trying to find Audley. Chochi got it across to Bayer. She wants it back. Bayer back to Chochi. Chochi ran through and shrugged off two, shrugged off three. Went to ground, gave off the hand pass back to Bayer who kept on running. That smart footy there by the Creekers. Here's the kicking towards the forward line. Hogan came out towards it, misjudged it. Went out the back door. Callanan has to try and pick it up. Head over the football here. Now will they go for the pin on Florence? No, said the umpire. It's all locked up. No prior opportunity. We'll bounce to 25 metres out from the Creekers goal. First time Hickey's been caught out of position and the defence looked very frail there for the Falcons. Little handball came clear and doing some dodging and weaving was Hogan. She gets it long and wide to O'Day who takes the mark. By hand to O'Connor who wants to look inboard. Wheeling and dealing and just slowing things down. Fisted away by Chochi. Now Williams gathers on the right peg. Smacks it back to Winston. Came cross at the back. Took the mark. And she'll kick it goal. Cross the, the lucky lefty from 40 out on a 45 degree angle. This will be interesting to see if she can kick it from here about my theory arguing that Cross should always be parked permanently 30 to 40 metres out from goal. Well, they try and put Gretsch closer to home and the bigger bodied Cross tends to play at centre-half forward. This is right on her range. She skips to 40. Gives it a good hoik, but it's short. Flying up was... Was it Bernardi, I think? It was Bernardi. Way too early. Went up a mile before acceptances. And it's a free kick to Hogan on the last line. And Hogan gets on the right, goes out towards the outer side of the ground. Going up there and bring it to ground, there's Lisa Williams. Did a good job. Saw it go over the boundary line and out of bounds. Caitlin Smith seeing it out. 52 metres around from the point post. They've got some terrifically uh, well-seasoned and, and, and well-drilled defenders, do the Creekers. Always punching from behind, always doing the one percenters. And it's, it's looked really good for them today. They just haven't been able to get the score on the scoreboard at the other end. Umpire throws it back in and it just falls to the bottom of the pack and we call for a ball up. Egan on the bottom of that throws it up in the air again and Egan has to go up and put the ball down Paxman's throat. Paxman put it on the right, hugging close towards the boundary line. Too much juice in the kick. Now Atthard will probably take the free kick. Yeah, she'll have to go get the ball over the fence. My question here is, Pete, what's what's Gretsch doing at centre-half forward? She's standing well, there. Well, that, 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 that's where she got the goal earlier uh, with the cross. That was the good combination. She's but you're right, she'll be on the move. That's the, that's the, that's the trick. Non-plussed. There's the kick. Not a good look. As maybe she just thinks the game's just blown now and the shoulders have dropped. Who knows? Is the kick. And this is the reason why she was on the move. She spots someone like O'Day, who O'Day has now just turned around by her inside out. Now kicks it in towards the hot spot. 30 metres out from goal. Umpires played too high. And this is Katie Brennan. They'll be lining up for goal directly in front, 35 metres out. Well, she'll be wanting to atone for her last one at the other end, Pete, that when she got whacked in the eye and was a little off balance from 15 out. This one's probably 30, 35 out, but uh, a little bit less of an angle on this occasion. So, Brennan directly in front will now begin her approach after she uh, just does the old Matthew Lloyd, just takes the grass there for a second, throws the side. You can't yeah, the throw the that. grass up and then take strides backwards again, can you? That's what Lloyd used to do. Oh, but he kicked, you know. What about this? Do you reckon the umpires said 25 gone, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> In comes Katie Brennan. 
directly in front as a shot oh. and it's away to the right. She better take longer next time. <laughs> she hasn't put a goal on the board today, surprisingly. 8-12-60 for Darabin, leading Diamond Creek 4-3-27 here on VWFLradio.com in the Cotton's VWFL final series. Slick restart to Saxton, now to Gretsch, who got charged into, but she was good enough to take the mark. Quick releasing handball to Chochi. Now Hetherington. Hetherington by hand back to Chochi, then laid the Shepherd, and then kicked into the middle for Bayer, who chucked a boot at it. Missed heard. Pierce went in. Caught one in the side. Fair enough, said the umpire. Now Ernst gets onto the right foot, streaming through the middle. Up towards half-forward. Paul almost took the mark. Fisted away and then kicked away off the ground in the end by Callanan. And also in there, Lawson Tavern to help out. And the umpire says, well, it's not going anywhere. We'll have a bounce at half-forward. Quickly tossed up. Nice little tap from Ernst that comes back towards her. She regathers and now she gets a handball out of the pack. Working hard in there, Audley. Got a handball out the back to Lamb, who tried to shrug a few and holding the footy against her. In fact, it was Adard, and then she slapped the ball away, and that's 25. <laughs> uh, oh, no, it was actually Barden. The undisciplined play coming in here late in the game. 33 points of difference. It was reactionary. <laughs> her teammate decided, tried to pass it back to the, the player with the free kick, and she stuck her hand up and slapped it away. Delpos goes short with the kick, finding Hammond. Hammond between centre and centre-half forward. Well, she just pinpointed the uh, Diamond Creek player beautifully there Saxton. In, in Saxton. Oh. oh, who ran into trouble and Brennan and spilt free. But the cavalry was back there. And the kick towards Gretsch. She's marking everything. Mark. Now she is once the pressure's off. Oops. It's amazing what some players do when the pressure's off. It was dropped there by Diana Haynes. Oh, Gretsch is spewing. How did they muck that up? They had three on one. Yep. And giving it away to Stephanie Simpson. Simpson comes back in board to Pierce. Pierce now decides to go to O'Connor. Oops. 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 It, has to go back and get it again. But it comes out to be a Diamond Creek footy. Caitlin Smith just running around. Tap the ball on the ground. Still Where going. Where's she going? Now she goes towards centre. Wicks. Oh. Janik managed to spoil Gretsch. Gretsch now has it. Picks it up. Gretsch now goes by hand to bike. Calls it back. One, two, three. Juggling. Beats out Egan. Still going. Gets on the right boot. Oh, it's oh, four on two. Oh, they left back it. There. Hogan left it. Waiting back for a Cullinan. Hand pass to Paxman. Tired Paxman now. still going. When she's got on her hammer, Lisa Williams. Heads out towards the wing position. Damaro comes out to takes the mark. Birds off her opponent in that art. Goes out towards the half-forward flank position. Bouncing close towards the boundary line. Paul is back there. Gets on the right. Decides to squeeze it up the line. In fact, it was Kirby Hicks, pardon me. Puts it in the direction of uh, Lawson Tavern, who intercepted there for uh, Darabin. And kicks close towards the boundary line. And Basio, who sees the ball over the boundary line, and out of bounds on the fall. So, free kick to the Creekers in the back pocket. Hetherington takes the mark. And she goes with a risky ball inboard. And it's fisted away. Bouncing footy 35 out from their defensive goal. Under the pump now the Creekers. Come, coming through was Pierce, although she was wrapped up immediately. And it'll be a bounce 35 out from Darabin's attacking goal. They lead this one by 33 points. They'll be in the grand final in two weeks. Closing stages of the final term, but the Creekers, they've certainly had a crack today as the umpire blows the whistle and will give a free kick to the Falcons. And it looks like it's going the way of Daisy Pierce. Hashtag doesn't get a hard ball. Exactly. You, you stole the words out of my mouth. So Pierce, she'll have the shot from 38 directly, 38 out directly in front. And she'll give you a whack for that too, Holden. She doesn't <laughs> like anyone saying anything bad about her because she's a star. She kicked up towards full forward. Ball bounced on its point between the 
point post and the goal post. And then it was forced across the line for just the one behind. So that stretches the margin to 34 points. She's all over, but can the Creekers just get a little consolation goal here, Peter Holden? Well, you'd wonder so. They've been doing the right things across the half-back line most of the times and heading up to centre wing, but they just break down between centre wing and half-forward. And as we speak, the ball goes over the boundary line and out of bounds, 45 metres out from the Darabin goal. We're going to have another throw-in. It is going to be Ernst versus O'Connor. Geez, they're tired, Pete. And I'd want to be a sub coming on now. It goes in Pierce. Now Hetherington. Hetherington gets on the right, comes back in towards the middle of the ground, parking herself underneath it there. Chiera got knocked out of her hands. Coming through as Egan tried to give right it off to Gretsch. O'Day, who couldn't pick it up. Gretsch through, put her on the right boot out in the Bernardi direction with Florence coming chasing after it. But it's going to bounce awkwardly there for Steph Simpson. Simpson with Byer on her hammer. Simpson still trying to uh, kick it along the ground. Gains about 20 metres. It will eventually go out. No, keeping it in there, Charlotte Dillon. Dillon had to go by hands backwards while they're in trouble. Oops. Spun around all he gave it up to O'Day. O'Day standing, start, snap. How do you like that? Gee, she's a good finisher, Elise O'Day. She is, in those exhibition games, she is the absolute premier half-forward type. She's an Ali Blackburn type, absolute gun finisher. Similar when they haircut, see the sticks, very similar haircut. When they see the sticks, it is just the hand to foot is that slick and the accuracy is always guaranteed. There you go, 9-13-67 for Darabin. They lead by 40 points, and Diamond Creek 4-3-27. May I say, the closest margin uh, that anyone's got to Darabin at the end of the day has been 49 points so far this season. And that was the game, the first game we called between Darabin and Melbourne Uni out at Tin Alley. Peter, Hel Peter Holden on the stats on VWFLradio.com. He knows all. Ball back in the centre of the ground. Chochi, the racehorse, just off the outside of the right. Kicked it in towards half forward. Oh, the bounce evaded a couple. After it now is Paul. She had it lost at natural left footer. Was on the right side for her. But the boundary line beats her. Throwing 35 around from the attacking goal. Red time final term of the VWFLradio.com. Second match of the day. Of course, we've been here since 11.30am. Peter Holden producing, panel whopping, head calling, hosting, doing it all and here he is dragging a suitcase up sydney road because a tram works ends at brunswick depot as the <laughs> as the umpire says that's the a, train to coburg son well yeah i miss one and it's 40 minutes in the morning before it becomes every 20 courtesy <laughs> of the sandringham line train running three minutes late missing the connection oh, as the ball kicks in towards the middle of the ground apparently our public transport's been fixed according to one certain political party well, let's not get involved yeah, with that. let's not go there as the kick goes towards <laughs> the middle of the ground how comes hogan to try and meet it paul is there as well it's close to the boundary line and out of bounds. There's only one thing wrong with public transport, Pete. What's that? It's public. If yeah. they could get the public off it, it'd be a great success. <laughs> What's the old saying? Freight don't complain. <laughs> as the ball is thrown back in deep. As we on, digress. As it's thrown in the forward line. Ernst versus Egan. Egan won it. There was, uh, well, Chochi got the hand pass away while being spun around. Oops. Oops. Trying to get a little hurried hand pass out there. Caitlin Smith did well on that occasion. Having to go in there and pick it up. Haynes. Haynes skewed off the side of the boot. It's dribbling along the ground. Hetherington picked it up. Spun oh, around out of trouble. Lane claimed her. And the umpire says holding the ball. I think Hetherington got the ambitions mixed up with the capabilities for a moment there. For a fleeting second. Lane now. Whoops. Wanted to go in a player. That just slipped out behind play. in O'Connor with Lamb dealing with her. And the umpire spotted it off the ball. And paid a 25 meter penalty and uh, is going up and telling Lamb uh, you shouldn't have dealt with O'Connor off the ball. 
and asking O'Connor, are you right? She goes, yeah, I'm okay. Takes a bit to knock Astro O'Connor over as well. Well spotted by the umpire. It was definitely there. I found it funny when Chochi nailed O'Connor in an earlier game in the year, which was uh, certainly different and, weight divisions. And absolutely nailed her. It was a sling. It was borderline sling tackle. So Lang from the defensive side of centre goes out wide looking for Hickey. At the front, cross doing a bit of roving. Went the, the old hit and spin. Bit of NRL creeping in. Now on the left, coming up was, uh, I think it might have been Lamb. Now a chance over the back for Paul, who runs on it. She's a left footer. Good snap at goal. Is it? There it is. Great finish, Nicole Paul. She's a really, really improved player this season. She has been fantastic today also. She gets a goal, a deserved goal. And the Creekers just creep into the margin a fraction just to make it that little bit more respectable. And we can well and truly say this will be the closest that anyone has come to Darabin so far this season. The margin back to 33 points as the game nears a close. Should be 34 points because the scoreboard's got 34, but it should be 5-3-33. Oops. So you can't the have mathematically three... challenged are back. Yep. Five, three... They must be running the public transport, I reckon, Pete. Thank you. Five, three... <laughs> Thank five, you very much. 5-3-33 Diamond Creek trailing by 34 points where Darabin are 9-13-67 the ball is up in the middle of the ground again O'Connor went up in the contest couldn't quite pick it off the carpet and in goes Hammond we'll call for a bounce best players Pete who, who would you give oh, best on geez, ground tough one today you'd have to give me a while to think about it after this play as uh, up goes uh, Ernst in the contest versus O'Connor going in there is Delpos she's actually been okay today Chochi's been fighting in hard and she gets the resulting oh, free kick. Off. No one on the mark, and she starts to sprint away. Takes one bounce, runs towards between center wing and center. There's the siren. It is all over here in the major semi-final on VWFLradio.com. Darabin continue their unbeaten run and get a ticket, the golden ticket, the Willy Wonka golden ticket, straight through to the grand final. For Diamond Creek, they've got to take the hard road. They've got to meet Melbourne Uni next week in the preliminary final. Yeah, well, look, terrific game of footy in the end. Uh, it, it lived up to, to the expectation in the first two and a half quarters, and, and in the end it was the Falcons who were, who were good enough and strong enough when it mattered. Um, that's, a, that's a good little entree, I think, to what the grand final will be. Uh, I would expect Diamond Creek to easily deal with uh, Melbourne Uni next week, although nothing is a certainty in football, but... There, there are certainly plenty of good signs going forward for the Creekers. I mean, the umpiring didn't go their way today. That was unfortunate on a couple of different occasions. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a crucial goal uh, at the start of the third term, which uh, really, really hurt them. Uh, but in saying that, Darabin were the better side today. They, they grounded out. Uh, they won the hard ball. They managed to, uh, to wrestle back control uh, when they had to. They were tested. They really were tested today. Um, I'm sure if uh, if you ask Richard Del Poss, was that the hardest game you've played this season? He'd probably say, you know, 200% easy. It was twice as hard as any game we've played this season. Uh, they need the week off as well, Darabin. They've uh, they've played five five weeks in a row. Uh, it'll be a good little rest for them. They'll they'll probably may, might even have a training session on Saturday next week. Uh, they'll run into the grand final on uh, Sunday fortnight in uh, tip top shape. Uh, whereas for Diamond Creek, I mean, they've got their best 22 out there. That's a key for them. Uh, and, and they looked really, really good today. They can match it with the Falcons. And, and they'll, take, uh, they'll take plenty of pride out of, of what was a, a really fighting and tough performance, despite, uh, despite going down in the end by 34 points. 
And I guess the one thing Diamond Creek will have up their sleeve is they uh, belted uh, Melbourne Uni last week, so they've got that on them. They've got that mental edge on Melbourne Uni coming into that preliminary final. But uh, for Darabin, they will obviously uh, be cherishing this undefeated run. And I guess a few people will be standing here in the crowd, particularly after the tweet in the first quarter when everyone thought, oh, Diamond Creek's up, someone's finally taking it to Darabin. They'll look at the scoreboard today and go 34 points. They go, well, the margin's narrowing, but still, it's almost mission impossible to beat this side that is the Falcons. Yeah, well, it, it is looking that way. And, and look, they're only one win away from the perfect season. At the end of the day, the Falcons, they've put themselves in the grand final. They have obviously won the minor premiership by going through the season undefeated. Uh, the Creekers have now lost a total of three games for the season, all to Darabin, uh, all by over five goals. Today, the closest margin, of course, as we've mentioned, uh, 34 points. So you'd almost say it's uh, it's on the on the precipice now for, for Darabin. They, are, they have got one hand on the cup, so to speak. Uh, it's just a matter of... Four 25-minute quarters Sunday week, getting over whoever's in front of them and uh, and lifting the cup. But sometimes there's a, there's a few barriers in footy, and and if the crosses of the world and the Gretches of the world can come to play in a grand final, or it might be uh, it might be a Lauren Burns, or it might be a, a Carney. You never know who's going to be there, but it's uh, it's still 100 minutes in between them and lifting the cup.